Welcome to Hoop at the Sawn, Season 3, Episode 50, the season finale. We talk about the top five, bottom five of the last 49 reality shows we watched, minus Mean Girls. All right, this is Season 51, right? This is Episode 51. 50. This is, this is the 50. 5-0. Oh, that's right. We had one 50. show where we did the just Tattoo of Us and Tattoo Too Far or something. Yeah. How far is Tattoo Far? I can't believe they made a second season of that, by the way. So did the power of 50? Like, how did that throw off the count? I'm uh, mean Girls threw off the count. Oh, I see. We did Absolutely. one show with two and one show with zero. So it evens out. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. There you go. Chris, why don't we uh, figure out who's on this pod? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't care less, but this is James. Noah Singer. Natabeth. It's Harrison. Robert Kitts. And I'm your host, Max Suflex. Um, all right. I want to get to the topic that's on everybody's minds. What a segue. Uh, do you remember the pop artist Lily Allen from like 2006? Yes. Of course. Did you know her brother's Theon Greyjoy? No. What? All right. Just, all right. Yeah. Tan- side tangent minutia of no import. <laughs> Max of had the pod. But that was very valuable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the way this is going to work is we have everyone came up with their top five and bottom five, and we're only going to talk about it at the most important. So if my worst show of the year is on somebody else's list, but it's listed as five, we're going to wait till we talk about it at number one. So right. So as we go through this, you only hear a couple top five, like bottom five, then a couple bottom four, bottom three, as you will go through them all, but we'll talk about them at the most important level. So it's somewhat different than most people's like top 10 lists. Uh, I kind of like this way because we really talk about the worst at the worst yep. and the best at the best. It's so, definitely the way to do it. Yeah. So And shout out to friend of the pod, not on the pod today, Brian, who did the work to take in all our lists and let us know which ones to skip and which ones not to. So we don't know each other's lists. What a nice guy. Yeah. Has anyone ever said that about Brian? Him being a nice Never. guy? Never. No. Never. Yeah. So, we so, love you, Brian. No, oh, yeah. oh, always a time for a first. Yeah. So, yeah. so the other thing I find interesting about this list is that we didn't use all the stats, or at least I didn't, which was it was kind of fun to go back and like look at all the shows we had done and then rate them as I'm thinking about them now. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely did this without the ratings and then looked back and like was trying to confirm which ones were top five and bottom, like top and bottom. Oh, yeah. I, I think I did a pretty good job on the uh, that front. Meaning like your opinions have not moved all that much or that's correct i see so you're very stubborn is what you're telling me yeah i'm just good at i'm good <laughs> at eyeballing it the first time james she's got good eyeballs although, and a memory like a steel trap yeah we'll, we'll get we'll get to it uh and so why don't we we're th- done our top five bottom five also have some other dive into the stats from the season a little yeah bit. we definitely need I love to do the that. stats i didn't really do a lot of digging in the sets this year i know last year i did so i, I think rob did a little of that work for us I, I, got, I got a little things prepared to talk about all right. But before we get to the shows, Annabeth, do we have any kind of special refreshment going on during this pod? Rob, we have the most special refreshment. This is called a Natty Daddy. Although we are drinking a 12 ounce version of the Natty Daddy. And so, traditionally, it should be, I believe, 24, 25 ounces. Oh, man, that's a lot. But so what is a Natty Daddy? Is this a Natty Baby Daddy? This is a Natty Baby Daddy. Beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. Yes, it is. Um, we got these Natty Daddies from Rob, who procured them out of thin air. 
And Max was able to try the first one, which was completely frozen and delicious. Fun fact about beer when it's frozen, all the flavor goes into the foam and you just get all the flavor and it's fucking terrible. (laughs) Uh, Can you explain to me what the importance of a Natty Daddy is? I've never heard of a Natty Daddy. I've heard of Natty Light. I've heard of Natty Ice. What is a Natty Daddy? So Natty Daddy is special because it is sort of, it's like a little bit out of the mainstream, but it is far better than the Natties that we are familiar with. So in Boston, some of my friends and I, to celebrate a great achievement in our lives, would all drink a Natty Daddy together. It was a big celebration. Um, Some things we learned about Natty Daddies, very powerful, very powerful. It is 8% alcohol, which is strong for a beer. Um, another thing about Natty Daddies, they are not good when they are not very cold, which has been a bit of an issue tonight. But when we would drink them in Boston, you got to go very quickly. And if, if you don't go quickly enough, you must quickly chill them. But, you know, you this just- is the first time they've hit the Seattle, the Seattle crew. We're learning and exploring. And now we have them in Steins with ice. <laughs> Do you good just, job, thank you. Do you just put them outside in Boston to cool them down? Or yeah, like? it's always snowing in Boston, yep. so it's I mean, pretty for easy, like six months out of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You have a Yeti come by and sort of bless the daddies. Oh, so I, really get I was Yeti. hoping the Yeti would deliver the daddies. You're just like, oh, here's There's a special delivery. service. <laughs> it's like a mailman for Natty Daddy. Yeah. So is this like this is the daddy of the natural light? Essentially, it is the yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, so, like, so the natural light is sort of the baby. This is the baby daddy. And yeah. then the real daddy we will have someday, hopefully on a pod. There's that, only n- Natty Light, Natty Ice, and Natty Daddy. There's no Natty Regular. No. Not to our knowledge. Well, I, right? think, that, well, I think that Natty Ice is Natty Regular. I, think. I, don't, oh. I don't know. I feel like Natty Light is like the light beer like level of alcohol. Then the Natty Ice is like the ice level of alcohol. They don't really have a regular version of alcohol. What is it? What What does the ice level of alcohol mean? So, like, if you get a Bud Ice, it's like six <laughs> percent. Yes. Bud Ice. Wait, it I exists. Thought that was, I thought yes. that was okay. the Bud Platinum. No, no, C- Bud Chris Platinum is, is a separate drink. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, these things exist. Yep. All right. <laughs> uh, but Max, where where you up? Uh, so the first time I ever heard of Natty Daddy, we were out for sushi, a couple of us with Annabeth. And at that time, I looked up what's the story behind this. The first ever Natty was Natty Light. There was no Natty Regular. It was branded Natural Light. Hmm. Wow. All right. Well, let's Natty move, Mommy. Let's move on. That was the beer review segment <laughs> of the show. <laughs> All right. All right. Who has a... Let's go. Do you want to go top or bottom first? Bottom, bottom first. Bo- yeah. All right. So who has a bottom five? Anyone? Anyone has a bottom five? No this one has number five. All this right, means everybody chose the bottom five that somebody else hated more. That's uh, great. Oh, no. So, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> so the top? no, no, no. I have one. Okay. I have one. So if, if, if I have a bottom that does not... So yeah. we are not skipping. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay, let me preface my list a little bit because, as you guys know, I am a newcomer to the city and the pod. Um, and Welcome. Here for this finale, I have watched... Exactly 10 shows. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you will find out 
which half are in my top and which half are in my bottom. So my list is probably very different. I'm into it. From this everyone else's. <laughs> this is a good angle though. This yeah. Be a really good like cut line. Right a little less perspective. I think I have, I'm sort of a fresh, a fresh face. So my bottom from the 10 I watched opposite worlds. Oh, that, that was pretty close to my I, bottom to be honest with you. For me, I was shocked it wasn't in my bottom five, but I was so just aghast at what was going on in that show that it couldn't, it couldn't. It was a buck wild program. I've never seen anything like it. I hope to never again. It is. So, that was, so there were four worse than that. <laughs> oh no, this is my bottom of the bottom. Oh no, no I misunderstood. I'm so sorry. Oh no. It's fine. It's fine. So it's I'm right. new. I'm learning. <laughs> the way we're doing this is we get this list from Brian, right? We're reading the top. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We're, we're I thought we were doing the worst of the worst. We're okay, taking okay. stuff we're out of the, the trash the pile. We've got this, and we've got the James scale, and it's just yeah. hard to understand these Lots numbers. So, so wait, you're... you're Spoiler alert, guys. The, the <laughs> first line of your bottom yes, section. Okay, is okay. that a skip? That what is, is a skip. All right. Skip. So, I'm right. sorry. I'm sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Okay. And I, I'm really glad somebody got Opposite Worlds in here because, boy, was it bad, but, man, was right, it... Let's talk, boy, about, let, let's talk about Opposite Worlds right now. Just like... Yeah. Uh, are, we, are, we are we doing now, Ryan? Because that is also my worst show, then, if, if, we're, if we're going that way. Oh. We, already, we already brought it up. We should. It's my third worst show. Wow. Yeah. I was, Ooh. The show was bad. It was not good. Like, uh, let's yeah, be real. I definitely agree with you. Like, just the premise. The premise of the show is, like, one of the more interesting premises... But then the implementation of the show is just terrible. Horribly executed. Production was just off the rails. Should we give our listeners sort of a brief summary of each of the shows we mentioned? Definitely. Yeah. Uh, who wants to take this? This one's really easy. It was the one where they put them in a house and they literally split the house in half. One was like caveman world and one was like futuristic air quotes modern world, which but not really. And then basically it was way too cold and it was a disaster from a production standpoint. It was Georgia in the middle of the winter, and it was actually cold, which I th- they I were it was not. New Orleans, but or, New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, I think it was. I think it was. You're New right. Orleans, right. Too. It, it was outside New Orleans. Sorry, I was. I got those states mixed up. So the people the in the caveman part of the house were just fucked for the entire season. And the the challenge we saw on our episode was incredibly dangerous. Ended up someone went to the hospital, broke their leg. Multiple right? people went to the hospital. Someone else like hit their hand on the th- like it was like incredibly dangerous. Perhaps not play tested. People are literally freezing. Like it was brutal to watch. No fun. What what network was this on? Do you guys remember? Mm, sci-fi. Sci-fi. It was a weird yeah. one. Yeah. So maybe don't do reality shows sci-fi yeah and i think that like we we looked ahead of so this is the spoiler part of that show which if you're listening to this don't please don't watch the show just watch this youtube but like there was no incentive to ever give up the future house like why would you ever want to live in the cave and and, like i don't it just like on its very high level idea of you're like oh i could see like maybe there's a show they could make here but then you get into it and it's just a whole lot of nothing that comes together and the premise was like it was like, like who's going to be better at these challenges? People from the future or people from the past? Which made no sense at all. Like one no. group was well rested and happy and like ate one food. One group had a hot and, meal and the yeah. other had a bunch and of. And one was bread. just dying. <laughs> like and and it wasn't like in a fun way where you like laughed and watched it. It was like, oh, I kind of feel bad for these people. And then the people in the future house also sort of felt bad, but it, there was this weird tension. Like, no, no fun on any level. Harrison, w- w- what do you have to say about the show? Yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much agree with most of the sentiments you guys have been saying. I mean, it was the production quality was pretty low. It seems like it might have been kind of 
a little bit irresponsibly produced. Like I think that you know, like when when you're on one of these reality shows, you're really putting like your 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 safety and well being into the hands of these producers. And you know, I, I don't know if they if they really did an awesome job on this one, but yeah, terrible show. Uh, seemingly completely unwatchable. It's a competition show that by the nature of it, they created a like an imbalanced competition. Uh, yeah, and it's yeah, it was crazy. Did, did it make anyone else's bottom list? It did or, not yeah, make my bottom see? list. It did not. Interesting. I didn't see it. Okay. That's actually like a theme in the, in the little preview of the stats. So I was not as many pods as I usually was. How many bottom thirds do you think I handed out the entire season? Um, there were 50 episodes. 49. Uh, 14. No. Way too high. It's way lower. I'm gonna say it's like like three or four. Yeah, yeah. I'm with James. I'm gonna go with eight, five, seven, seven. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Nailed it. Collusion. So it was actually like my bottom. <laughs> trying to go bottom five. I was like my fifth one. I was like, oh, it's not that bad. So I was like, I when I was in the opposite world pods, I was like, ah, oh, I really missed out on a good terrible one. I really should have. I really should have boosted <laughs> my stats on. Watch, I missed watch those too. people. I'm now intrigued to watch it. <laughs> oh no, that's uh, the wrong here, response. Okay, I'll it's be such uh, a no. Let response. me let me sum up this conversation to you. With there's a YouTube video that we all watched, and the title of this YouTube was "Worst Reality Show of All Time." <laughs> Go watch that. It was pretty entertaining. It gives you a good sense of this show and what we're discussing in a much more humorous tone than what we actually went over. Uh, so. Anyone have a the top five as in your fifth show, <laughs> not your first show? Fifth best. Fifth best show. Wait. Best worst. Show. Wait, wait. We're flipping to the top five? We're not no, doing... No, so we're going to bottom five, top, bottom five. Five, 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 oh, okay. so, oh, five, five four, four, oh, three, three. wild I, format. I, I, I didn't did not okay. understand that, but I'm into it. And okay. yes, I do. All right, Max, what do, do you got? Does anybody else? The, the bottom of the top? I yes. have one of those You're as well. My least favorite yes. favorite. favorite. Yes. <laughs> I, have I don't one. know why this is so confusing. <laughs> I feel um, like it wasn't this confusing last time. <laughs> I feel not great about this one. That's fine. It's Exile on the Beach US. Um, I thought it was fun to watch. Uh, I didn't. I watched a couple more episodes behind, after it. It was like three or four episodes. Had a couple people I knew from the challenge. You know, it was pretty watchable. And the whole, like, you know, oh, no, it's the ex walks out of the water type thing. It's kind of fun. I didn't finish the season. I, I think just, it just speaks to how many bad shows we watched. Wow. Oh, Max, season. I have to back you up here because this is also coming in at my number five on the top. Oh! oh! And you know wow. how much I don't like all these love bullshit that yeah. we've been getting into. But I think this is case in point that we went too heavy in the love segment. Because as I reflected through, there was way too many love shows, so I had just one of them had to get in there. I'm looking at the waveform when, <laughs> and it's this one, and it's this oh, one. Oh yeah, I'm it's looking fine. at the waveform when all of us <laughs> said, "Oh," and it's great. <laughs> it's just uh, chock full. Max, can you explain the show a bit for yeah. people that um, do not actually know? Yeah, what this is? we gotta keep, uh, you know, keep the small explainer going. So thank you for calling me out. Exile uh, on the Beach is a dating show where you have like eight people who don't know each other or something in a house and they're hanging out and slowly like out of the depths of the ocean crawl one of their exes or sometimes two, which is fucking wild. And uh, they join the house and you just have like your ex there. And then somebody gets booted out of the house. Sometimes it's you. Sometimes it's, it's your ex. Sometimes it's just a rando. 
Yeah. Uh, my opinion of the show is that the premise was a little weak. I didn't. Yeah, that it was fine. It was fine. From what I remember, I don't remember what my ranking was, but I don't remember being very high. Would you like to know what your ranking was? Sure. Let's go Bottom to Rob's. third. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I, not surprising. A, a top of the bottom. Oh, I actually gave a James ranking on that one. You, I have a James ranking for you. All right. Top of the bottom. Uh, Annabeth, you said that you also had a top. Your your least favorite oh, of your yeah. top five. One moment. Show. Let me pull up my list. My least favorite of my top five. Uh, okay, so I didn't remember this at first when I reviewed the shows I've seen for the pod, but then I listened to our pod on it and I was again charmed by the premise of this show (laughs) and it barely scraped, scraped into my top. Take me out. Oh yeah. Take me out. Uh, was very pleasant. If you don't remember, take me out is the show where these men came out onto a game show kind of format and there are all these women lined up with buzzers and the men get like sort of a little interview they have some like videos play about them and at any moment the women can buzz out that they do not want to date this man and at the end if there are any women left he can kind of choose who he wants to go on a date with and then you see sort of a like a little montage of the dates that happened from the show previous. That was kind of like strange and adorable. Um, but I didn't really remember this show because I never watched any more of it. But I listened to our pod on it. And I remembered that we had a rip-roaring good time <laughs> buzzing out when all these men came out. And it was so fun. So barely in the top five. <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you. It was in consideration for my fifth best show. Ooh. It's it's If You Are the One, George Lopez American Edition. Have right, we, hosted by George Lopez. Oh, I forgot that George Lopez <laughs> hosted that show. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Have we ever subjected you to the, the Chinese one? No. Oh, oh we got to go. Gonna so, ask, this but is I'm sure I'll love it. Yeah, yeah. This is If You Are the One, yeah. yes, version. Oh, you would, yeah. yeah. You're going to love that one. So this is the thing. If You Are the One... Chinese version was in my top five for season two. Excellent. And that was partly why I was like, I'm going to leave this one out. It wasn't quite as good. So we definitely got to treat you to a few if you are the ones, including like after we watched If You Are the One Chinese, I watched some random ones on my own on Daily Motion. And there was one episode <laughs> I had to tell Max, I was like, I just saw this crazy episode. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, are we talking about Meng Shui? We're talking about the pig guy. Oh, yeah. Pig I guy. cannot wait. <laughs> I am so excited. <laughs> Uh, so some minutia on this one is I was, I went through and, and ranked all of the shows and take me out was the only show that I was like, what the fuck was this show? <laughs> <laughs> it definitely has the least I memorable name. I had to name. Google it and I was like, oh yeah, that, uh, American did. Oh yeah, it's that France Ferdinand song. The title doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the title like, doesn't match I'm, to anything. This, I got nothing. I don't know. <laughs> So, uh, is that show still still live? No, definitely. That was like a 2008 show. The only reason we did it was because we liked If You Are the One so much. And then we don't like George Lopez. (laughs) I mean, I mean, now he was bad in that. It made somebody's top five. So, but not because George Lopez. Not because George Lopez. No, because the format was hilarious, and I think I think mainly it was watching with other people was really fun. Yeah, it was really really fun to be in a room together and watch these guys come out. I listened to our pod on it. There was a guy with a deep V. George Lopez asked some of the girls what they wear to sleep. Like it is so weird and like hilarious (laughs) to watch as as a team. I would highly recommend. You definitely have to watch if you are the one or no. Is that the yeah? yeah, yeah. Okay, I keep forgetting if that's the one or it's the other show that you guys are you the one yeah i'm like why are they all called the same (laughs) name 
if you are the one, one and are you the yeah. one uh-uh. are different. But uh-uh. both dating shows, James. I'll right. just give both you, right up your alley. Let's give some. If you are the one is the same show, but it is an Australian subversion of a Chinese show, which is very <laughs> odd. It's very good. <laughs> All right. So bottom number four. I have a bottom number four. Does anyone else raise your hand if you have one? I think I do. Okay. Wait, hold on. So, so my do. bottom number four right now is Ghost Adventures. Hmm. Oh. Ooh. It is so bad. I can't. So Ghost Adventures is your typical, I'm going to go into a house and find a ghost. And A, I can't stand this kind of stuff because it's so fake. And this was like, we watched a really early episode. So they had no idea what they were doing. It was just like, just, it was just so bad. I like, I can't believe it's number four on this list, to be honest with you. And uh, (laughs) another, I guess, minor minutia update is I've seen all of these episodes. I've been on all of the episodes of the pod this season. So like when some of these other like bottom five or whatever come out, like, these are the ones that I consider the worst out of them all. Chris is uh, the expert. the opposite he has, of ABC he has, on this he has one. Dealt with all of this trash. All <laughs> <It's> 50. true. <laughs> my my bottom five. I'm sure we'll get into how many's in that. Uh, yeah, you'll I, find I, out. I also had to put Ghost Avengers at my number five worst or whatever. Yeah, uh, and it was it was no good. It was it, it like. Yeah, there was just nothing interesting about it, and it just wasn't believable and just bad. It just wasn't fun. Yeah, like, it was boring. Like, I understand we watched that stupid Sasquatch show a couple seasons ago. But it was funny to watch. It was entertaining. I'll give you that. But it was just like, this was not entertaining, just like trying to make it serious, but obviously they're not finding ghosts in these houses. So, like, just, I can't get it. I was mildly entertained by Ghost Adventures or just how stupid it was. It was <laughs> it was so stupid I kinda liked it. Not enough that I'd ever watch another episode, but like we've made Ghost Adventures at least had some references that were good to refer back to. Like putting the X's down for where they're gonna put the cameras later. <laughs> like just put a camera there now. What are you doing? That the ghosts aren't there yet, dude. They only have one camera. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. They only have one camera. This well, was such a second-rate production. Like, oh. Well, it was like season one or something we watched. It and is... they've done like 12 seasons or something, which is nuts. Wow. Do you what, think they've uh. gotten better like ghost technology in the 12 <laughs> seasons they've done? Do you think we need to revisit? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I'm out. If you want to do that, I'm not showing up. What channel was this on? Discovery, maybe? I think, I don't know. Fuck, it doesn't matter. It doesn't I, matter. Chris yeah. Ghost <laughs> oh. channel. Oh. The, oh. <laughs> I think it might have been TLC actually, but I yeah, don't know. I was just saying like who who has the money to put up for the show, right? That's I think that I'm pretty sure it gets way better after this like beta season that we've watched. <laughs> but all right, James, you said you had a number four. What do number four? It is. I'm curious how people feel about this one because I had to like double check myself. But Holiday Baking Championship. Yeah, that was not a good yeah, one. Yeah, I thought about putting that one in my bottom also. Yeah, like, I, I, I hesitated a little because I'm like, was it really that bad? And then I thought about it, and it was. It was just a bad food show. Like, it wasn't particularly good. There wasn't anyone of note, really, that was in the show or hosting the show. Uh, it was also, like, at a weird time. Like, I felt like the holiday... I can't remember. Do you guys remember what it was? It was, like... It was like Christmas holiday baking or something. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all Christmas-themed baking. Yeah, but then week. they couldn't call it Christmas because they wanted it to be more generic. So yep. it was like this holiday bullshit. Yeah. And it was like they went from like Thanksgiving stuff to others. And 
I don't know. It just, it just, it was just flat and blah. I can't and... believe you said hosted by nobody. Hosted by Bachelor alum Jesse Palmer, Ooh. Yeah, AKA who has hosted <laughs> multiple shows we've done this season. That's yeah. fun. Uh, so James, yeah, it was called Holiday Baking Championship because it started in October. Yeah, I don't know what the f- hell. This so, that's why it was just dumb. Like it just so it was just bad. They what just, is it? They were just trying to ride like. I think it was just like your your standard standard recipe like cooking challenge shows. There's like I don't know ten or plus contestants uh, who are just average at best <laughs> cooks. I think like they're really nobodies. Um, and then they just come on and like each week they have them bake. So like it was in October, so I think they were doing like some sort of pie or something. Uh, and then they eliminated somebody and then rinse repeat. But it was like it was just so. This yeah, is a, that's all it was. This is an this is air nothing. filler. This is a. Yeah. I have a cooking network and I need to fill fucking twenty four hours a day cooking shows. So people like to watch people bake slightly worse than you or slightly better than you. So this is the show we're gonna go on because you don't want you to watch like people making gourmet food because they're not making that. Right. So I understand why people would like it and why people would produce it, and I understand. How terrible it is. I think the air filler is really good <sighs> sum up of this show. Like this show could be on. We could be having a full conversation and be none the wires of the show is on and be perfectly fine. It is the least imaginative show I think we watched. I think yeah. that's why it stayed off my bottom five. Like I was trying to rank this. And I'm like, I don't remember. I like just don't remember. So many of these shows this season, I'm just like, I don't know. Like nothing. There's just also nothing. a spring baking championship. What the f- If you're interested in <laughs> the exact same thing no. six months later. I'm sure it's the same thing. It's like, exactly six, the same thing but less cinnamon. Less cinnamon. <laughs> spring, I'm sure that they're just rolling them. Like there's going to be like a summer one. I don't know. I know there's at least a spring one. I haven't, I haven't checked all possible permutations but I stumbled across the spring one one day and I was like, what is this? Oh no. Do you think they just make <laughs> peeps and that's it? ABC, One week. I think you have a bottom four to talk about. Yeah, I do. I do. So my fourth worst show yeah. is Lindsay Lohan's Beach House. Oh, Ooh. fourth worst? Boo. Yay. Boo. Oh, man. The yeah. first, yeah. first appearance of MTV on the worst list always gets a lot of hate from these MTV <laughs> lovers. I, I see that. I knew this would maybe be a contentious choice, but hey, again, I, I, I didn't have a lot to work with, and I was not very compelled by this show. I'm the resident uh, MTV hater, so I, I approve your. <laughs> okay, your good. I'm with you, Rob. I also you didn't mean, see this one. But why? Yeah, yeah, I didn't what see was it the, Give me the. So no, the I didn't see it. Sure. So the show is Lindsay Lohan. Uh, is starting a new life, opening a beach house, which is like not really. It's like a. It's like a club. It's like a day club on the beach. There are like a lot of like cabanas you can rent. There are like chairs you can rent. Um, she's hired all these Americans to work there. Uh, I forget what the, where the location is. Like maybe Mykonos. Greece. Mykonos. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Chris she's, knows all about it. She's got all these Americans working there and it's kind of like your typical MTV. Like all the Americans live in a house. They all work at this, this place together. They all get drunk. Um, the like responsibilities of working at the house are very weird. Like you're just like, you're just kind of promoting like alcohol purchasing and you're like partying with people. There's this one guy who has to like, like ends up just making out with an exclusive VIP guest to sell her alcohol it's like it's very strange Lindsay's their boss she comes in has one-on-ones with them it is bamboozling to me 
you're you're describing an amazing show it sounds like right now <laughs> yeah yeah i mean I, I i think i was a little more excited for this than it than than it sort of delivered on is the thing because it sounds i think it maybe sounds better than i thought it was like i didn't really enjoy <laughs> it as much as i wanted to well, it, it could have been more batshit it's similar to the opposite worlds of there's a good premise here yeah. that has not been well executed. It doesn't really deliver and it doesn't really have like like all the kind of exciting things about it are just like done better in other MTV shows. Like this is not that great. Um I'm curious so, here. So, you know, as if you've listened to the pod, <laughs> I have watched the whole season of Lindsay Lyons Beach Club, Ooh. which is, you know, a resounding achievement for the, for your show. <laughs> Uh, but when I say I watched it, it was like side, like I was barely watching it and I just loved how crazy Lindsay Lohan was. I think that Lindsay Lohan being crazy really pulled me in just to be just like, I'm the boss. I, I got to fire people. We were firing people. And I'm just like, what? What? Like, wh- where is this coming? What? Why? And then she goes and fires people and she hates it. But she's got to fire people. And like. Just the dynamic between the people and Lizzie Lohan and Lizzie Lohan's like boss friend that was also the boss. Just I love this is so good. And you got a little bit of it in the first episode, which kept me watching. But I could see how it's kind of a nothing burger because when I say I watch it, like it was on the side. Yeah. So like it is what it is. And like out of 10 shows, sure. Put a number six or whatever. Chris, did this uh, show up in your top five? Does not. Okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, ABC. Did you have an actual number five bottom that you had to talk about? No, I got skipped. Okay, don't Ooh. worry. All right. skip. I'm assuming everyone else skipped their bottom. No, I have I, one. I have I have one more. Oh, coming from behind. Uh, so clocking in at my fourth worst show, we have. Very Cavalry. Oh yeah, oh, that, wow. that was my top five worst. Top five. Okay, that, that was your number, number five. five. Yeah, so worst. you just beat me out. Yeah, I Wait. cannot believe you hating on Jay Cutler like that. I know. Here's it was okay. so bad. Man, Here's you threw the cut under a bus. Hey, he's he's the he's cutting the cut. The cut the cut's been been throwing me under a bus for a long time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's true. Uh, As a Chicago fan, you know you, so you have a little bit. Very Cavalieri is about uh, Kristen Cavalieri and her husband, former Chicago Bears quarterback Jay Jay Cutler, living in Nashville, Tennessee. And Kristen Cavalieri is attempting to launch some sort of jewelry brand. And that's kind of and that's kind of most of of what's going on and. It kind of alternates between, you know, Kristen going out and trying to figure out how to launch her jewelry brand, doing all this stuff, and then going back to her husband, Jay Cutler, who's a retired football player, basically (laughs) just sitting around their house doing nothing, looking at animals. Watching those deer videos. Watching deer videos. Okay, but like, okay, okay, but here's the thing. Like, the Cutler bits of that show are actually pretty good. But the show, but it speaks to how bad the show is <laughs> that I couldn't even keep watching it to watch Jay Cutler watch deer, <laughs> watch deer on that show. Uh, so I mean, this show had such high highs and such low lows. I just think that you know, I just think that you fo- you, you focus the show on Jay Cutler a little bit more, and, uh, and 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 you might have a winner on your hands. But as is, we're not looking great. So why don't we just get like a Jay Cutler kind of show? Like, why yeah. is that not the thing? I feel like that's coming someday. So I feel yeah. like whoever's producing Very Cavalry is like, 
priming this, them. I got this gold right here that I'm not fully exploiting yet, and then there, it's only a matter of time. How but are like, they going to cut the wife out, though? They rebrand to Barely Cavalry. Oh. <laughs> it's, just, it's a spinoff. It's yeah, a spinoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got, you got to figure out what's the premise of the Jay Cutler show. Like, yeah. I definitely had Barry Cavalry pretty low on my list, but like, Jay Cutler kept it out of the top, the bottom five. Yeah. Like, and like, if there was some YouTube video, which maybe exists, of just show me every Jay Cutler scene, I'd probably watch the whole thing. That's I, fair. I, I, That's I, fair. I, I could see watching that. Yeah. So if Jay no, yeah. Jay Cutler has an Instagram. Which is Ooh. basically what you're asking for, Rob. Uh, well, maybe I'll add the cut on the gram. Yeah, it, it, it's pretty good. Uh, I'm just so shocked because not many reality shows have a character like Jay Cutler who really don't give a shit that they're on TV. It's so good. <laughs> and I found that quite appealing. It's like he has made so much money playing football that it doesn't. Ma- he doesn't care at all what they're asking him to do or he's just going to do whatever he wants to do and if the cameras happen to be around to catch it sure i mean is it a fair statement that that's also how he played football i mean that's that's also true that's also fair it it is true though like i had the watches last year in miami and that was about the same way he threw the football in miami yeah i don't care who's watching where they tell me to throw the ball i'm just gonna go do whatever i want to (laughs) do can i get another sig (laughs) where's my next billion I remember yeah. I shared some link that described him as beloved reality TV show character Jay Cutler. Yeah. That was so, yeah. so good. Oh, man. I think it was The Ringer. Had to be The Ringer. It w- if I shared it, it was like there's an 80% chance it was The yeah. Ringer. <laughs> so, James, if you want to know our theories on why the show exists, you can listen to our pod because we definitely talked about it. I was on the pod, no? Yeah. Well, you've <laughs> you totally forgot. It, James you definitely, definitely on the pod. We talked about oh, why I the show exists. Out. Because the Cavalieri, I mean, I the person exist. that Jay Cutler married was a reality show star before they got married. Yeah, he just, he just got to break like, up. That, move it's on. obvious that's why that show exists. I just love Jay Cutler like dicking around with like the parking cones on his driveway. Oh, that was oh, so good. That, that was, was like the best moment in the show. <laughs> Honestly. He's like, oh, this is my wife's friends keep parking on the grass. I'm going to go out there and put some big orange cones so they can't park there anymore. <laughs> that was the most entertainment I got. I, I agree with you, Harrison, except for the J. Color bits. Ma- keeps it off the bottom five. It, right. was, it was close. Max, do you have anything more you want to say about it? Uh, not about this show, but I do have a bottom at my Number four top. Yes. No, my number four bottom. Sure. Number four bottom. Oh. We were still going through number yeah, four yeah, bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought we were done. Uh, do you remember um, how far is Tattoo Far? Yes. <laughs> it was a roughly 22 minute show on MTV where two friends dare each other to go through getting a uh, tattoo. And this show sucked. But there's <laughs> a show that sucks more than it, which is the British show that spawned it, Just Tattoo of Us. Because it's like fucking an hour long. <laughs> is that not your number four? That. Uh, Both of them are your number no. four? Uh, Just Tattoo of Us is my number four least favorite show. Okay. It was so fucking boring. It was so fucking Are you long. saying you didn't want Man. the chastity this belt tattoo? Worked up. Uh, no. So here's the thing. All the tattoos were very funny, but all the tattoos were like five minutes of the show. Yeah. Um, we definitely talked about that. There mm-hmm. is one interesting thing to note about the show, which is it is our first uh, introduction to a character named bear a current a uh challenge contestant oh bear he was, was on that yeah he was oh. one of the hosts 
He oh, Bear was, I totally forgot that Bear was the host. Wow. Oh, yeah. It was Man. him and a girl. The girl got her face tattooed on a guy. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, you're talking about Car Maria, right? No. 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 You're talking about the UK one or the US I'm talking one? about the UK one. Yeah. Oh. All right. Yeah. Long story short, the show fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, fun fact, Bear is currently in the news in the UK for... Posting an Instagram with a girl in a bikini. Oh, she's 15. Oh. oh. So much drama in MTV Cinematic yeah. Universe. I, you need I, the MTV drama. I agree I'm with you, Max. Those shows were not good. Fucking sucked. Like, there's... Yeah. There, it, uh, somebody said it best as, like, I'd watch it as a, like, Snapchat show that's a minute long. Yeah. I, I watched yeah. it as a Snapchat. Oh, it shit. It is a Snapchat show. What? I, like, I was in Snapchat one day, and I watched a whole episode of this tattoo show in, How? like, a minute, and I just kind of tapped through it and saw the tattoos. Holy shit. And I shit. thought, cool. Yeah. They did it. Snapchat they show. did it. It seemed, it seemed right for Snapchat, but I was, like, I was, I was bamboozled that they could make it a whole program. <laughs> they did it. They did They did it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. So you got on the top number four, your number four best show of season three. I have one and I, I'll start Ooh. out. We got Churchill's Secret Agents. Oh, good pick. Good pick. I like it. You sure you don't got to skip that one? Yeah. You sure? Oh, <laughs> I can't read on the next line. Chris uh, has I done it again. I did it again. There's a skip on the next line. I'm glad you called it out, Rob, because I was like, wait, am I doing this wrong? So I guess we'll talk about we'll my talk number about two show. My yeah. number two show. Yay! <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. This is a great show. Yes. Right. I liked it. I really liked it. So Churchill Secret Agents is this British show where they try to recreate the secret agent training from World War II. I think it was World War II. Yes. So they take modern day people and they like try to explain this training and actually go through this training. Everyone was super like involved and like into it. And it was really cool to see these people like actually go through this training. And like you get to learn more about how actually agents got trained and like go on these scary, dangerous missions and like watch the whole season. It was really good. And I'm sorry for ruining this game again. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, like I, I also watched the whole season and like we've watched some History Channel shows where it seems very forced that they're trying to tie a history thing to their district random reality show. But Trudeau's Secret Agents does a great job of being like, it does have historical things. It's like, it goes in like documentary mode, just tells you stuff. But it also is clearly like a, here are some future social media influencers who are just going through a reality show competition kind of thing. And it's like, but that part is like really well done and really fun. And like, you know, they'll just randomly like in the middle of the episode, they'll be like, all right, we're just kicking some people off now. Cause like we decide they're, they're not cutting this training course and it was, it's great. So I, I really like that show. Yeah. I, I like the diversity of characters. Like you have a bunch of old people and younger people building on Rob's point. Like who just like, like history or their social media influencers and, trying to get on another damn show um that was like that i was just generally confused at the beginning if this was a documentary or reality <laughs> show <laughs> um, which gives it credit to how well it was produced uh and the challenges are pretty fun like the rafting thing they had to do and then they had like the actual like math or brain test yeah <laughs> instead of just like a physical test yeah all around put well together uh, i also it, think the show did a good job of like building up the characters like you cared about the different people on the show in a smart way like we complain about lots of shows don't do a good job of that and even after like one episode there were like there were certain char- people who were like oh that guy yeah 
Yeah, yeah, this is a BBC show, so like maybe we need to do more BBC shows. Oh, I mean, oh. it was on Netflix, so yeah, what, what are the BBC shows are on Netflix? But it's the, the you know it was produced by BBC. I know, so. but like, are there other does are there other fake Netflix originals that are actually BBC shows? There's a bunch of Top Gear. I don't know. Oh, that's there's a, a bunch of British shows on Netflix. We did right. one of them. I don't think it made anyone's list, but. Well, we'll, we'll talk see. about we, it we later, can back maybe. To that. maybe leading up to uh, July 4th, we should do British Month, not Ooh. Commonwealth Month. Oh, and then we free ourselves from <laughs> British yeah. Month? Yeah. Hey, quite Interesting. Yeah. Uh, all right. See. Rob, you have a number four? I have that a number an four. actual number four? It doesn't say skip, okay. so it is solitary. Oh, oh yeah, that almost made my, that almost made mine too. Yeah. So good. So it's like baby pod. All of my top fives, I actually watched at least one entire season of the show, which was <laughs> not like my criteria. But then when I looked back, I was like, oh, that makes sense. So, yeah, so we watched the show, which is like this very strange kind of <laughs> low budget show where they just put these people in these pods. They're isolated, and they have a Glado style voice. If you've played Portal just like gives them random commands and they've got to like compete, but they can't see each other. And sometimes you're not allowed to sleep and stuff like that. And it's just a very interesting show of how like these different people react to this kind of weird situation. And it also helped that there was Rob Rob who had studied previous seasons <laughs> of the show. and was just very into everything that was going on that really like was very entertaining. So I had a lot of fun with uh, solitary on uh Watch it on the YouTube. I don't remember what actual channel it was on, but it it's all on, it's all on Rob Rob's YouTube channel. <laughs> uh, I believe this is on our favorite Sci-Fi Network. No, oh, no, on, no! It's on the Fox Reality Network. Oh, that's right! It was <laughs> on the Channel Reality Network. Doesn't exist. Fox Reality. Thank you for clarifying. It feels like a Sci-Fi Network production, though. I am sorry. Continue. I mean, I lo- that's mostly I, all I had. I definitely like the show. I, I like didn't make my top five, but it's it, just like I, I've I've never seen a reality show like that. It's just it's just so strange. It kind of feels like like a little bit unethical, and it's like it's it's good. I like it. Rob always has this like really great uh, recommendations of like sort of the very early parts of reality shows where like they hadn't really figured stuff out. And this made me wonder, like, wait, wasn't the mole this season? No, it was like second to last of last season. Yeah, no, the mole was in my season two. Top I can't five believe it's been that long. That's it's wild. been a while. But yeah, solitary was like weird, funny, fun. Yeah. Solitary is a Harrison recommendation. Yeah, so you've got to give Harrison Ooh. credit on that. Good cool. job. Yeah. Uh, so, James, you have a number four. Uh, no. So I had a quick pausing question as a break it up segment. Uh, so I'm noticing people have finished their Natty Daddies, and I'm curious, oh. how do people feel about the Natty Daddies compared to last season's finale drink, which I believe was the Redneck Margarita? Am I remembering right? I don't know the finale, be. but we had did it close to, to the finale. Okay. Sure. So plus uh, or minus compared to Redneck Margaritas, where do we stand? Is I, Beth, I don't know if you've had Redneck Margaritas, so I'll we'll have not. to fix that. <laughs> Separate question. I, I don't... I'm, I'm not drinking a Natty Daddy due to my diet, but like... I can almost guarantee you a Natty Daddy tastes better than a Redneck Margarita. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and confirm that. Definitely the Natty Daddy is better than the Redneck Margarita. I'm also going to agree. I don't think anyone's going to be defending the Redneck Margarita. <laughs> okay, there you have it. Redneck Margarita, bottom of the bottom for who put this on drinks. Uh, Natty Daddy looking okay. I, I know a drink worse than, drinks worse than that, but on the pod, sure. Uh, does anyone have a number four again? 
I do. You have a number four. This is number four <laughs> top. Yeah, this is your top four show. My top four show is Night Night Fight. Okay. Night Fight. In Impossible. <laughs> I was into it. Of the ten shows I saw, I was very delighted that it exists. <laughs> it exposed me to a whole new world <laughs> that I didn't know existed at all. Um, also, afterwards, we looked up more night fights on YouTube, which I'll never forget. Like that was wild. Like, <laughs> it was like a like a twenty v twenty night fight. Like it was like, un- like unbelievable. These wearing GoPros and stuff, like up close in action shot. It was wild. I would definitely recommend watching some of these YouTube clips. Like, just get a good short one that's like shows a big battle scene. It was, I was very surprised. It's quite good. So, th- yeah. so what the show is? It's, uh, I think it was like three, or how many? It was like three. Oh, it was yeah, like, like six kind of nights come out, yeah. and then they eliminate half of them, and they do like a couple different kind of things to get down to the top night of that episode. Um, and they have like a special weapon they have to fight with. It's all these guys who like, it's like who era compete. appropriate sort of like, you know, it's a weapon from that era that matches the style. Um, and I think even the show we watched, it was like Ireland versus somebody. And so it was kind of yeah. a bit of the historic part. Like historic battle. Something. Yeah. Yeah. I just it thought it was, it, it was unlike anything I'd seen. And I was like, I was kind of into it and I was kind of like, I was just kind of happy that like they, they gave this to me this present <laughs> so that was um, that was my thought on night fight i have a couple issue statements on this is that <laughs> uh they, so like as we just talked about church secret agent secret agents like history's done well there the history channel does a terrible job at like doing the history and like oh they use a weapon from some certain time period makes it history like quote-unquote history so it's like that's our contrasting take on history reality show oh for sure i mean the 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 like there's not a lot of history in this. I think I think overall this is a pretty like light kind of show that you would like. I don't know if I'd need to watch the whole season, but like I like having it on. I liked watching it with people. I thought it was like overall very pleasant. Uh, the second thing I want to say about this is that the YouTube videos were amazing, and the show was the most one of the most boring <laughs> shows this season. Nothing show, and I'm like, if you were actually like the YouTube video, like get some GoPros, get some shots of the like. They're lumbering around, whatever, but at least, like, give us the action shots from, like, some different angles and stuff. That would have maybe elevated the show to, like, past, you know, you know, I can't deter everyone's top four, but, like, yeah. Well, no, I, I, feel like I agree with oh, that. I just, yeah. I just think it was like even without that, it was cool. And then when we looked it up, like I wouldn't have even known to look it up. Like I was just kind of happy that this it, like happened. introduced this whole new thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, it was very dis- like I had very highly anticipated watching the show, and it was just very disappointing. That I think that's also part of it. It just sounds really cool, and then it just wasn't. Hey, that's different fine. strokes. Different strokes. All right. Anyone else have number four? Uh, ABC, I have a question for you. Did you actually mm-hmm. have a number five on your bottom five? I did. It was skipped. Okay. They was just seeing if you needed to not skip it. Don't worry. Does anyone have their third worst show? All right, Rob, what do you got for us? My third worst show was The Simple Life. Oh, that was my <laughs> fifth worst show. <laughs> also my fifth worst. Yeah. All right. Uh, I can see that. Yeah. This show was just real boring. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know like what else to say about this show because like what, what nothing... was the show? So the show is Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie decide they're going to leave their you know glamorous Pot, lifestyle their behind. Posh life. 
and go live the simple life on a farm and it's and so they f- fly out on their private jet to s- some state i don't remember what state they went flew middle of nowhere so i actually thought the show was like it sounded interesting and i was like oh are you guys are gonna watch it i had to miss it for whatever reason mm-hmm. but like why was it like why do you like why do you think it missed the marker like why what made it not interesting well it really like the show hinges on the personalities of paris and nicole which do not have much personality. <laughs> I see. So they were just kind of blah, uninteresting. Yeah. And so like we, like the the second part of the episode we saw, they get a job and they're working on a dairy farm. And they're just like not doing a good job and not really trying. And at one point when they're on the job, they go hang out in the hot tub on the farm. And the guy's like, I guess I got to fire you guys now. And it just seemed super fake and weird. and But just like was not... Not fun, and like it really needed to be more fun to kind of to to work for me. I mean, this is definitely close to being another case of like the people on the reality show have too much money to care about what the people who are producing the reality show want them to do. Mm. I think mm, I, I I gotta disagree with that. Really, um, Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie have taken every advantage, especially at the time of that show, to self promote themselves. Like I, I think they were playing a, a hammed up character. Well, I mean, it, no it's, doubt. It, like it was probably like a hammed up character, but like they they clearly weren't going to make any effort in like the spirit of the show to like actually live the simple life and do this work or whatever. It, they're, they're they're basically just there to like to like goof on all these people who are like living the simple life. But that's their character. Like that that that's what I mean. Like they're taking a the farm job to see how do they play their character on the farm job. Right, their character is let's go in a hot tub on the farm job. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, right. As I said, like no, that, like, and they're working to do that. That's what I'd say. Like, I think that takes effort for them to figure out how to be the ditzy blonde at the farm. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, so you think that they're just working overtime and like and like acting a whole bunch? Yeah, a whole bunch. Right. Like, I think that is their job. Like, how do I ham it up? But they didn't do a good enough job of being interesting. Was the problem? No. Yeah. The show's not great. I. I couldn't put it in the bottom because I respect the historic like value of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. What, what, what? Hold up. What the, the historic value what of this the mean? show? What is this? Can you explain specifically? Paris Hilton, like she created all the social media influencers. Like she was the first one to create something out of literally nothing. I'm gonna agree with Noah on this. There is some weird historical value to all of this. Yeah. Uh, mm. So I, I found it hard to say. Just based on the show, put it there because there's something there. I'm not sure that she creates something out of nothing. Like her family has this giant hotel empire that she has like the name of it and like became famous like because of this whole thing and had all these advantages because she has this money and is like rich. I wouldn't say that she's like a like a self made like celebrity rich person. Like uh, there are thousands, if not tens of thousands, of people in that position, right? All right, all right. I think we're good. I think we're done with talking about this show. You don't want I'm to go into Paris Hilton no, uh, I, tangent? I don't even really want to. We'll, pick, <laughs> we'll pick this back up if we ever do Keeping Up with the Kardashians on the phone. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, continued, Harrison. Noah, I think you had a number, bottom. your bottom third show. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I, I got a bottom. What was your bottom third show, Noah? <laughs> My bottom third, Game of Clones. Ooh. Fair. Uh, that was my fourth yeah. worst show. Okay. That was all my notables for all the right, bottoms. Yeah, it's down there. Um, <laughs> the idea of it, you know, kind of cute, 
right? Uh, let's find out someone. Well, what is the premise? Yeah, that's all. I was oh, yeah. <laughs> you're, like, you're like kind of cute. The premise, and keep, I'm like, keep, well, what keep is going on? Keep going. Thank you. <laughs> let's find out uh, someone's ideal crush or girlfriend. And so, in this case, it was Pauly D and Vinny. Um, mm. For for sound a little questionable now. Did, what did I get it wrong? Like Vinny was not involved with Game of Clones. Oh no! So it was just Paulie. It's just Paulie D. Just Who's Pauly. the other one? Okay, some other girl. Uh, oh, the girl side. The girl side. Right. She's a teen mom. Yeah. So Paulie D. And he liked um, Megan uh, Fox. Thank you. Thank you. My memory is <laughs> not doing great. Uh, Megan Fox. They brought in all the foxes. Yeah, and then the girl liked Quavo. Yeah, right. Quavo. Yeah, yeah. The team on like 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 Quavo. You were uh, very unhappy. We were not as familiar with Quavo as you were. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm still <laughs> unhappy about that. Um, for the record, so they bring on eight um or seven lookalikes, um that were barely passable look look alikes. But it's like, like yeah, they're white and they have black we died, hair. We dyed their hair dark. Yeah, yeah. But what really took me off of the show was how they uh teed up the question and answer part of it with the mm. iPads. <laughs> the iPads. <laughs> so they do this part of the show that's not a, not an elimination, but more of get to know you that gives the celebrity more signal on the lookalikes to see who they want to date further. The questions were just, what do you call them? Lobs? Uh, gimmies? Yeah. Well, layups. sometimes they weren't. Layups? Yeah. Sometimes they weren't, but a lot of them were just like, would you rather be alive or dead? Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Close. <laughs> that, that is your problem with that show, Nora? That that was the primary problem. That's what? what? Did the freaking what? IPad so, so, there's for, so much worse at this show. <laughs> right? I'm just like, so please, like, the at, fact that they're all. all clones and you can't really tell them apart <laughs> at all, so you don't know what you're watching. They weren't that clones. And it just was like super fakey. Like it was just nothing was interesting. Obviously, Polly didn't go anywhere with this because he started another show where he was gonna find true love. So, yeah. like, clearly the format doesn't work. What I will say um, is sort of the moment of reveal of that girl walking into a room of Quavos was fucking insane. And yeah. then there was another 21 minutes attached to that. Exactly. <laughs> Th- this this is only interesting as the, like, lookalikes are, right? And then once you see them, you're like, okay, I get it. It's a bunch of Megan Foxes. Let's move on. That's all yeah. you want to see. And I they weren't even Instagram, Snapchat and they weren't even that good Megan Fox. No. Like, if they had been They're like, terrible. "Wow, these are seven like insanely good lookalikes," I think it might have been passable. Sure, it's like I guess they kind of look like Megan Fox, and now we just have a very boring, bland kind of dating show going on that's not interesting. Like it, it, it really fell apart. I think MTV should have just laid into this one and like gone all out. Be like, okay, let's pick like we're gonna do Megan Fox like from the Transformers. We're gonna have the car. Like just go all the way. Right? Like go all the way. All right, guys, we talked about the yeah. show on the. You gotta have Here's a photo. Moving on of <laughs> Megan Fox that they all look like. But would it be better if they does, were naked? Does anyone yes. else <laughs> have a number third bottom third? Okay. ABC, what do you got for us? A spoiler alert. I will not be skipping anymore. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so just putting that out there. Right. Uh, my bottom third was the Joe Schmo show. Whoa. Yeah. So when we originally watched it on the pod, I think I put it strongly in the middle. And then Harrison and I watched episode two. <laughs> 
Oh my god! And I, I got an update. Top third. Did oh, I really? Man, you really did. I, I am demoting it. It was. It really. It doesn't. It doesn't continue strong. Mm. Like I just. I think this is another one where like I like the premise and the idea so much. So so what it is is, it's a reality show where like it's sort of a traditional reality show. They all live in a house together. Um, they're competing in challenges. There's money to be won, but everyone's an actor except for one person, the Joe Schmo. And they like, apparently the producers have set up all these like plots that are going to happen. These like scenarios. Um, and Rob has watched all of it. I believe all of it. He owns the DVD, which is incredible to me. I mean, to be fair, I own the DVD because I bought it so we could do it on the podcast. Which is great. But like I, I just want that to be so good because it, it's it's the reverse of the mole, which I love so much. I love the mole dearly. And same this, producers, same producers, even same music at times. Same yeah, music. Yeah. I know they use the same like little theme song. Like I like I really want to like it, and I think it's I think there's so much potential. But then like it's pretty weird. Like people aren't good actors. Did you the watch plots. past the second episode? No, we we watched the second episode, I and it, I did not want to go think on. It kind of bounces back later really the, the plots just weren't that good like one of the all one right of the guys, plots right. was like hey 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 okay. let me finish my thought yeah one of the plots was like this one girl is like really into survivor and like str- strategy and she gets eliminated and she like delivers the whole speech that was like given in survivor like it's just weird that was so good though. and it was like <laughs> she's not a good actress and like joe is super onto it it's just very strange so uh, here's the thing. I don't know how to do this, yeah. but for everything you said, I have it in my top as my top four. Ooh. But mostly just because it's like, Whoa. I feel like it was just sort of like, because it's kind of like this bad thing, I kind of found it fun. Yeah. Did you watch and more than the first no, episode? No, like I need to okay. borrow the DVDs from Rob, so maybe I'll get them from him. But um, yeah, I don't know. There's like, I don't disagree with anything you say really, but it's just sort of like looking at it, I kind of enjoy like, it's like how like, crazy bad some of it was and like kind of made it into like a fun way for me i don't know i think the first episode was really fun and i obviously ranked it highly yeah. i think it just didn't it fell keep down being that, fun that, that second episode <laughs> must have been really <laughs> bad i guess all we'll right. see when i get all to right. that so we got top third shows uh i still have a bottom you third. still have a bottom third okay yeah um this one is just here because it was insanely boring Martha and Snoop's potluck dinner party. Yeah, what a fucking name is that? I yeah. Um, It's it's called Snoop's new strain. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, (laughs) this show is turns out it's not really much of a reality show. It's more of a like daytime talk show. You know those talk shows where like you're like, hey, I brought on Al Roker and we're gonna cook together. Hi, Al. Hi, I'm Al. Roker, you know, uh, it's one Hi, of those Al. shows. That was a great Al Roker impression. <laughs> what is this segment? This, this thing is off. Chris, this show is off the rails. I'm oh. trying to explain what Martha and Snoop's potluck dinner yeah. party. So many syllables is excellent. Uh, yeah, it's good so, explanation. It's so fucking boring. It's so yeah. fucking boring. I agree. They, yeah, they don't. They're scripted as fuck. Fuck, I hate this that show. Was, that was not a very good show. <laughs> Jamie Foxx is one of the guests. He was pretty good. Jamie Foxx Jamie Fox, as a guest yeah. said, oh, I always bring a person who like does balloons to a party. Does this <laughs> ring a bell? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. yeah. <laughs> say it. Yeah. I, I had to say my bottom of the bottom or top of the bottom. Like the fifth number fifth. Show. Your fifth It was your show. least <laughs> hated 
least no, hated, hated show. Yeah. Fifth worst is the best way to say it. There's no better way <laughs> yeah, to say yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Come uh, on, guys. Season yeah. three. How have yeah. we not let, gotten let, this Let's down? keep it rolling. <laughs> All right. So let's go to top three. I think I have this one right. Does not say skip on mine. Uh, but Forged in Fire is my top third show. Ooh. Plus one. Uh, oh. I enjoy the show. I like just like seeing people work with. So this show is uh, they bring in four generally four people to build to make a knife of some sort and they put it through some sort of tests and then they'll pick two people and they'll make some sort of weapon from history whatever some nonsense to be on the history channel and then they go back and try to make this really complicated weapon in their home forges they come back and they do this weird like do other tests with it and then there's they declare a winner and uh each week new people and uh, what I really like about the show is just like there's like truly the winner is the best person that made that weapon. It's not like a and there's no subjectivity here. There's just like you fail the test. Generally, you fail a test, you're out. Yeah. If like and usually the winner is the only one that like did the best in all the challenges. It was just really interesting to see these people make knives. Like I don't know how to make a knife, and it's like. I've watched lots of this episode, this show now, so like I definitely have a much better idea of how making a knife. But it was definitely really cool the first time I saw it, so that's why it gets in the top number three. I I definitely thought about this as a potential one. It didn't quite make my top five, but it was a pretty good show. And like I think it was like home with my parents, and I was like flipping channels, and I was like, oh, Fortune Fire, let's watch an episode of this. That was pretty good. And then when we were in India, we went to a palace, and there was a room where there was like the weapons room, and I was like. I wish Chris was here. He'd be like getting his <laughs> Forged in Fire excitement on. So, But you didn't mention the, my favorite part of Forged in Fire, which is the crazy martial arts guy oh. talking about how eat can kill. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to mention like, oh, they got all the contestants in the one room looking at the judges as they judge the knives. I mean, that I like that good. too. That's really great. Yeah. Uh, anyone else got a number three? Anyone, uh, I'll, right, I'll right. jump in on a number three. All right. A a controversial number three. Oh man, the go. masked singer. <laughs> yeah, not not that controversial. I actually had that as my number four. I had oh. that as my number five. Oh, oh. Unbel- it, it, it's controversial because half the room liked it, and the other half the room is upset at us. <laughs> okay, but the real question. So, Rob, I know you watched the show. Oh yeah. But other people, did you actually watch it, or did you just go to YouTube and watch the reveals? No, I, I went to Wikipedia every week to see. Yeah, so you <laughs> so Noah's out, so Noah didn't watch it, so you have to be, t- right? Like, Chris, what's the ruling here? I need a he ruling. You didn't see that many shows. If you want to put it in his top five, you can put it in his top this five. This is bull. <laughs> Harris, I agree. Harrison, did you, did you watch the... Uh, I I watched like the last like three or four episodes of it, uh, which which I think was kind of when the reveals started getting pretty good. At the end, oh, yeah. at the end there. So to recap, this is a show where famous people, somewhat in air quotes, dress up in insane costumes and then sing, and it's like kind of a singing competition. But you don't know who they are, and you only hear their real voice when they're singing, and you just try to guess who they are. Rob, I have a question for you. Yeah. Is it a singing competition? What is the competition? I mean, the competition is to be the best singer. Like, that's how you win. Cause the, well, that's how the, it ended up being, but that's I mean, not what they ever really said. They just said you just advance based on who you want to see continue. But, like, clearly, there was a clear thing of the five best were way better than the first seven that got kicked off. And, you know, like... 
the random athletes and actors who don't know how to sing were all the early ones who were gone. At the end, you had like really good contestants and stuff. Were they actually singing? So the top three was Gladys Knight, who's a very famous singer, mm-hmm. Donny Osmond, and the winner was T-Pain. My boy. Ooh, so good. Yes. T-Pain was crushing it every week. And non, non-auto-tune. No auto-tune. Oh, just, T-Pain's amazing. Man. I just want to call... a beautiful singer. I think I called Shocking. that, right? No, I said I heard it was T-Pain, and then you were like, oh, have you seen the thing on T-Pain? That's right. Tiny And desk. then you've multiple yeah. times said, I called it was T-Pain. After. Yeah, I did call it. <laughs> think about that. All right. We'll uh, think about it. But <laughs> season two, they got to replace the panel. The panel's no good. All right. Yeah, get a panel that doesn't fucking anti-vax. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Negative. Max can floor. never miss an opportunity to just start ripping into the, that. I mean, if you want to hear wrong. our talk about the messinger, <laughs> you can go listen to our pod on the messinger. <laughs> ABC, what is your number three? Oh man. Oh, my number three top was yeah. perhaps controversial. Double shot at love. Oh, wow. I liked it. I I mean, of the shows I watched on the pod, like this was very entertaining. This is uh, this is Polly and Vinny from the Jersey Shore are on a dating show and they're both dating the same pool of women. It's very strange. It's in a beautiful MTV house. They have some weird like challenges for the women, but it was pretty entertaining. And like, I really like Polly and Vinny. And I, I I went into this not expecting to like the show at all because it seemed really cheesy. But I liked it. Uh, it's definitely new on my honorable mentions. Uh, not in the top five. Yeah. Going to give it a honorable mention. Uh, I don't have the official ranking. Uh, yeah. So this one actually snuck in at my number five slot, oh. which I was a little bit surprised about because I've never really been like a big Jersey Shore person. But... I thought that both Vinny and Polly were like pretty good characters on there. I think that Polly especially seemed like pretty compelling, pretty genuine on the show. So that that seemed that seemed cool. And yeah, I thought that like format format was interesting. And yeah, good show. Yeah, I will I will say of the like Jersey universe, I liked Polly the best in this show. Of like compared to other things I've seen. I think it's the Jerseyverse. Jerseyverse. It's just Jerseyverse. 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 I I do got to say, this is the only show where we've been able to converse with the contestant on the show. (laughs) Um, Are James? You so yeah? Holly from the show. Me and her had a little Twitter conversation going on her uh, scaredness or phobia of fruit. Mm. No, did you (laughs) slide into the DMs? Confirm or like what happened? (laughs) What was the outcome of this uh, chit chat? Uh yeah, she just really doesn't like a lot of fruit. Just kind of weird. I also learned uh, Noah doesn't like tuna. No, I I like tuna sushi, not tuna fish in a can. It grosses me out. Wasn't I mean, something I like, agree. like bananas really freak her out or something? If I remember right, I'll have to go into yeah. the internet corner okay. to confirm. So why don't we move All on? All right. So Harrison, you have a number three. Uh, I do have a number three. What is your number three? My number three is tidying up with Marie Kondo. Oh, oh yeah. That got into my top Boo. five as well. And number four. Oh, yeah. Boo. Uh, so, basically, is, is that a boo? Yeah, I'm booing that. Oh, okay, you don't like sure. that show? Absolutely oh, not. Wow. wow. Okay. I think Chris so, is the first person I've ever heard with this reaction. I think so, too. I agree. Uh, I, I can't believe that. All right. Um, I can't even remember what you rated at the time. I don't remember you being that negative on well, what we saw. We got the Here's stats. the thing about Harrison not remembering what we rated. 
Harrison was not on that podcast. <laughs> I wasn't uh, on that podcast? Nope. You'd oh, watch all no. of it. I guess I've cheated. seen it, though. You're cheating. Oh, I didn't realize I wasn't on that one. Well, That's I've why you don't it. remember Chris's rating. <laughs> I, guess, I, I guess maybe I would have remembered him hating on it so much. All right. Well, so, I definitely. So, but Harrison, you can still. I give definitely us the, did not look the at the table of ratings as I was doing this. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to bias my decision. Yeah. But yeah. What's the show? Uh, basically, this this woman Marie Kondo, who's like this kind of personal organizer person, uh, comes into someone's house. Is which is like messy, but like realistically messy. It's not like some insane like hoarder house, but it's like realistically messy. And she basically just kind of shows them how to like organize their home and like kind of you know and by extension kind of get their get their life back back on the right track and it's uh it's cool i think it's it's uh it's a really pleasing show to watch i think i feel like i feel like the stories are good there's some good practical advice for 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 organizing your own life like i i know i when 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 the show came out on netflix i was reading that like like Goodwills across the country had this huge uptick in like donations to Goodwill because everyone's just Marie Kondoing their house. Uh, this yeah, is I, a I legit a good thing. Like people, like everywhere I go, like I've I've had conversations. People are like, oh, Marie Kondo. Like this yeah. context has come up in so many different things and situations, and like people are just like, you know, does it bring you joy? Like that question is getting asked all around now. It's stuff. I don't know. I think it's like really powerful. So is this on your top too? No, I still haven't seen it. Okay. What? Uh, Quick show of hands of the seven people on this pod who condos their shirts. Okay, three of us. Uh, Marie Kondo has changed three of our lives. It changed my life. Oh, if, oh. if I had a drawer, maybe I would. <laughs> a drawer? That's the best thing. A drawer? So, Harrison, I got a question for you. So, you watched all the episodes. Do you remember the episode where she goes to a couple where the guy's a musician and they're living in like an apartment yeah. and they got two kids in the same house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the same room. How does that one compare to other episodes of the show? Do you have a, do you have a sense of that? Oh, man. I don't know. I watched this so long ago. I don't know, I don't okay. know if I have a good feel on that particularly. We, that one was no one gave it episode. a top third, but we all had a sense of we maybe watched the wrong episode. Mm, so. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, so we need to move on, but I'm going to explain my boo here for a second. Please do. Like, you can listen to the pod to get more nuanced opinion, but like, the show, like the idea of like Conry and Conrying up your apartment is great. But the show itself was just like Conry would show up and then you watch people clean their apartment. It was just like weird. And like at the end, you just didn't really get to see the cleaning. Like it just like the whole like the whole idea is great. But the feng shui of the show just like was bad. Like, at least the episode we watched, again, I'm not watching anymore because of how bad I think that episode was. And, like, the the kind of premise of the show is just kind of broken. It's like, I don't want to watch people clean. Huh, yeah, I'm, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure if you just kind of caught a bad episode, but, yeah, I don't know. I like it. Uh, I watched three episodes. That one was the worst one I watched. Uh, does anyone else have a number three? I Noah, do have a number three. What do you got for us, Noah? Uh, you... Will not be surprised it's in my top five. You might be surprised it's number three. Selling Sunset. Oh, impossible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is the only show this pod has ever done that I've actually finished the season or potentially even watched another episode of the show. Unbelievable. Uh, it, It really is. Explain the show for us now. I'll explain the show. 
Uh, so for those watching at home, uh, it's a Netflix show, so you can get it. Uh, it is about a real estate agency based in Hollywood uh, that, well, they sell houses. Um, what is unique about the agency, the Oppenheimer Group, uh, Oppenheim Group, um, it's founded by two twin bald brothers, um, <laughs> uh, and they just hire... Uh, overly attractive real estate agents to sell their houses. And it's about the, uh, the hustle of selling houses in Hollywood and the drama that happens at the agency. Why I find this appealing. I wish I could tell you. Um, I, I think you answered your own question there. (laughs) Potentially. (laughs) I, I think the one thing I liked learning was a little bit more about LA and just like the real estate market there, even though there's definitely more efficient ways to do that than watching the show. Uh, but I, it drew me in, and I finished the season, and even and the season was not satisfying, but I watched it anyway. <laughs> Rob, I mean, not satisfying. Third best show. I mean, best <laughs> show we've ever seen. Not satisfying. It's the only one I kept watching. Like, there's got to be something to that. Noah is in the same position as Annabeth, where she, they don't have that much to work with here. <laughs> Rob, guess. can you tell us the ratings for Selling Sunset? Well, let me first tell you this. That was my fifth worst. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> and to be fair, like I said, I didn't give it a lot of bottom thirds. Actually, like it's not bad. I feel bad. It's my fifth worst. I feel like it's not quite that bad, but like it wasn't good. To add on, I, I am in James Camp where I really dislike a lot of the love shows. So there is a third of shows I don't attend, then a third of shows I do attend that are love. So I'm left really with one third of shows to pick from. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It, so, it was. It's definitely like a slice of life kind of show but it just wasn't very good so selling sunset (laughs) got a middle third from noah as well as a middle third from max and chris and a bottom third from me and brian and brian proclaimed it the worst show he's ever seen (laughs) (laughs) so bottom of the bottom (laughs) bottom of the bottom all right does anyone else have a number three i think that was it so we're gonna go with your number your second worst show is the right way to explain this. I have a second worst show here. Sure it do. is a little show called Strip Search. Oh, man. Oh. I forgot about Strip Search. Uh, so this show is a standard competition reality show where they had like 10 people join a house and they had to, they're trying to find the next top web comic artist. And it was just very low, poorly produced. It was on YouTube. It was for YouTube, like for what was the Penny Arcade? Penny Arcade. It was just old. I don't. I don't really. It's just so bad that it. Everything about it was just done so poorly that it. That's how it ended up in this list. And I'm sorry, Eric, but <laughs> this is where it goes. Recommendation from Eric, friend of the show. Ooh, Rob. I, I want to ask now, in case it takes a second to look, but do you have a list of the Eric recommendations? I mean, no, I, do not, with the... I do not have that list. Oh, okay. Well, I'd, I'd I can curious. tell you this is not the only Eric recommendation that's going to come up tonight. Oh, okay. In fact, Ooh. we already had one, which was uh, uh, Opposite Worlds, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's right. It's true. Um, I really want to know if Eric is recommending <laughs> shows that are trash, like intentionally. He's or he's, if it's he's yeah. recommended some real trash shows, but he's recommended a couple gems. There is yeah. one that I liked that somebody liked more than me. 
Oh wow. Uh, so anyone else got a, their second worst show? I, I, I wanted one last thing on uh, strip searches. That I was also in competition with Selling Sunset for my fifth worst, <laughs> but I okay. I decided I liked strip search a little bit more. Uh, I'll go with a second. I really debated between my top two, which one was one, which one was two. But I went with our friend Jesse Palmer, host of The Proposal. Oh, that's my number two also. <laughs> that was the, my number five. Oh, wait. Is this two worst, right? Second worst. Yes. Okay. So this is my fifth worst. Judging by the reactions, people were very excited about it. So we got, I got oh, people are excited when other people hate the same shows <laughs> yeah. as them. That's, that's the thing. So The Proposal was some kind of dating show, kind of, sort of, weirdly, and hosted by Jesse Palmer, who's not a good host and who somehow is hosting multiple reality shows now. I'm not really sure if I call it a dating show. It's more of like this (laughs) kind of matchmaking show. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to call it. It's it it had some elements of an of a show that's not really a dating show called Naked Attraction. It, the people <laughs> were wearing clothes, but the same kind of weird, creepy. It, w- it was all in one. It was all a studio, so it was like yeah. ten people. You ask them questions or whatever, and they eliminated it down to one, and then they propose. Like, and there's a mystery like Bachelor or Bachelorette. The episode we saw was a mystery Bachelor. Right, that's like the key thing. Who's just yeah. like yeah. There's basically like a fashion show pageant going on and they'll ask random questions and then he just kicks people off and like within an hour he's picked the person he's going to propose to. And the best part of slash worst part was they had a video of the person in their home life. (laughs) But then when they do show their face, they have an insane CGI (laughs) blob over it. It's just like, why would you do that? That was the best part of the show. That was great. With him weightlifting. That was great. I totally forgot about that. How can you... It's burdened to my brain. Harrison, what else do you want to say about the proposal? I can't believe we have two Jesse Palmer joints (laughs) that we're talking about tonight. I mean, I I can believe they're both in our bottom fives. But why is, like, as I said on the holiday baking temperature pod, why is he getting more hosting gigs? No idea. Uh, also, I think that last season I must have had Bachelor in Paradise in my bottom five. Uh, but that's just another bottom five for, for Bachelor verse shows. Uh, yeah, it's it's terrible. Did this get a second season or is there going to be another summer Bachelor show? Oh, I don't know. Let me let me did this quick make to it, head to the internet corner real quick. Did this make it through its its yes, first it, season? It did. it did. And it had actually decent ratings, which was we <laughs> Rob and I were talking about it because like in the pod, if you listen to it, I was trying to make a bet that this thing won't last another like two episodes. I thought it was definitely gonna be a you at the jury situation. Yeah, but this is ABC and The Bachelor. And it actually had like decent ratings. It had like a two like run in. And they like kept like one, so like that was pretty good for like a show. Oh my god! I'm getting the ratings, minutia right now. I'm gonna throw in uh, one of my bottom two, which is uh, it, I'm gonna get it taken care of nice and short because very few people were here to watch it. It was country music television's Redneck Islands. Oh, Ooh, I had that in the bottom as well. Yeah, uh, this is my second least favorite show of the season. Um, it is survivor except the host is stone cold steve austin (laughs) and all the contestants are supposedly rednecks and they're on an island i mean it's more of a coast of hawaii not an island (laughs) yeah i mean what hawaii oh my god that seems super underwhelming Uh, fire festival and uh, okay so two things uh somebody described it on the podcast as somebody taking the worst of survivor and the 
least interesting of rednecks and just mashing it together. Um, the first person to leave the show, like there was supposed to be somebody who leaves because of a challenge. He leaves because he has type two diabetes. <laughs> 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 it was a really, it was quite bad. Was they a, developed the diabetes, or no. like he couldn't get insulin, or like I'm confused. What happened? Or wait, no, no, sorry. The reason he left the show, okay, they did a challenge, and they were coming back from the challenge in a boat. Okay, and the boat is on real choppy water, and you see the camera just <laughs> sort of collapse. It turns out they hit a real bad wave, and this dude like fucked up his back. Oh yeah, that oh, was insane. I, I remember this that. now. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That was okay. You really threw me with the diabetes. So, sorry, I, I, I remember diabetes. this was brought up on the pod. Got it. That yeah. he has type two diabetes, and he's very adamant about it. Yeah. the The best part of that show was the challenge winners won a honey bucket. Oh or... yeah, they gained access to a toilet, and the other team never gets <laughs> access to a toilet the rest of the show. Yep. Do you just like throw your shit at the other team? Like I, I don't know. no uh, one, no one watched more than one episode. I, I promise you, definitely not. This show was bad. Don't watch it. Anyone else got a number two? They need to talk about <laughs> Annabeth. You, you come know. in here with your number two here. <laughs> I'm rolling in. Uh, I picked Love School. Um, oh, that was my number two as well. Really? Yeah. Love School was a show we watched from India, and the premise is a famous couple. We did not know them, but they are famous in India. They help other couples repair their relationships, and it seems like it's going to be some kind of situation where they live with some singles, but we didn't really get to that part on episode one, which lasted a thousand years, <laughs> and <laughs> was just really like not a lot of good advice, like sort of like... It was like backhanded advice just to sort of cause drama. And they sort of like they played some weird games and the people on it were like a lot of influencers. It was just not not a compelling show. It was like all of the MTV kind of traps like rolled in. Not good. Yeah, I, I could see that. It was definitely not good. Yeah. No, what, do you, what, what else do you have to say about it? Noah? Well, it's so the they bring all these couples in and. Then they bring like the bait to try to distract the couples, and just way too quickly, people are just like, "All right, yeah, bye." It's just like it, it just they just took the bait like immediately. They took the bait immediately, um, and so I think it builds on Annabeth's point where there's too many influencers and not enough of reality uh, for me to buy into it, and it just took way too long. It didn't just to the concept of the Graham generation. Though. Which I will That's always true. be grateful for. We we should be grateful for that. I don't know. All right. I have another number two worst. For right, still there. What for us? Uh, we can do it quickly because we just recently did it, but they took all of the fun out of food. Uh, <laughs> this is Netflix's uh, series called uh, Street, Street Food. food. Uh, I can't believe they ruined food and most of Asia travel for me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what is the show, James? For the, the yeah, the show. So it's a, they have a series on Netflix. Uh, I believe the first series uh, or season uh, is themed for Asia. Uh, and so I think the idea is there's uh, one or two people or something that go around uh, and will explore the street food of a given city. Um, we started Delhi. I think we watched we, Delhi we watched for the pod. Delhi. Yeah, New Delhi. Um, I think some of us may have seen another one or two. Uh, the spoilers there is it doesn't get any better. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, like, the, uh, you know, uh, on the idea, it's like I, I personally love to go to foreign countries uh, and explore much of the culture, culture and history through the food um, and like just seeing and, and, you know, kind of doing that. Uh, but this show just captures none of that. Like I felt like I've, I've been to India and Delhi specifically. 
Um, I've been to some of the places that they even went to. Um, and the show is just, it's no fun. The food doesn't come across any more interesting or appetizing. I don't feel like I've really learned anything. Uh, and they sort of mix in this sad story, it seems like, throughout for some reason. Yeah, not only uh, is, is the show not up. fun, yeah. it's depressing. Yeah, it leaves I just want to like see a, some food. Yeah, like usually when I'm watching a food show, I don't want to just feel kind of depressed or sad and, and terrible. Uh, and the show kind of does that. So there you have it. Yeah, definitely uh, worth the number two there, James. Anyone else have their second worst? Quick update on the proposal. Season two has not been confirmed, but it has not been confirmed as canceled. The ABC Upfront presentation is on Tuesday. Oh. All right. So are we moving on to our second best show? Annabeth, what? Since I know you have a second best show. I do. (laughs) What is it? So my second best show is uh, a little thing called Tila Tequila. (laughs) Oh. Shot at love. So like I'm always, I think I'm often pretty charmed by these sort of old reality shows before it was really cleaned up and polished and people knew how to act and that like influencers aren't really on the table and Tila Tequila has a lot of that for me. Very good. The premise is that this lady is bisexual. She's going to date a bunch of men and a bunch of women, and she's going to pick her match at the end. Weird eliminations. It's it's. I feel like it's a classic reality show, so it's number two. All right. Now there it is. Number <laughs> two. I have nothing to say about it's it. It's a good choice. Uh, anyone yeah. else got a number two? Mine is a skip. Mine was Churchill Secret Agents. Sorry, yeah, about. and I mine was. We're sorry two. about that, guys. Anyone else got a number I two? I do. It is uh, Below Deck. I believe the Mediterranean. Wow, Ooh, number good. two, uh, number good two. Good choice. This show, like for me, it's it's fun. So the the quick uh, blurb on it, it's uh, fuck, I forget where it is. It's in the Mediterranean. Somewhere. Yes, the Mediterranean. <laughs> and it's about these yachties. Uh, it's about yacht life and a bunch of like youngsters going to work on these yachts and taking out like super rich people. To go spend a shitload of money on a good time on a yacht. Um, and I don't know, you kind of like, as you get into it, you start to learn more about these people and their stories are kind of intriguing and interesting, I thought. Uh, there's love interests and other things. And I don't know, I feel like it's just kind of catching. It's low stress, sort of just an easy watch, kind of chill ride. It Noah is, is cringing. Yeah, I'm cringing. Um, I can't believe... You put sun selling sunset. No, you have to wait till my comment. Okay. This is gonna uh, balance that out. So it's a I, podcast, not a TV show. We're doing. I, I put this in the same category as selling sunset, where I see these shows very interchangeable. Yeah. Right. It's like the word. I forgot how, how you categorize it. It's Chris. a slice of life show. Slice of life. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it fits in the same category. I don't. What? No. So I don't follow ex- that at so all. So slice of life is in. You get a slice of these people's like lives, and you get to like you know, obviously get more and more than just a slice, but like it is cons- a slice of just like these ten people's lives okay. as they do their job. Yeah, like Selling Sunset, Vanderpump Rules, Me- Below Deck Mediterranean, like all of those are just kind of like slice of life in a s- position in a job, and like you know Mykonos, you know all those kind of things are are like there's a formula now. Yeah. Yep. I think it's kind of, yeah, go ahead. The reason I was cringing a bit is people are like, oh, I, I could see though that was your number two, but people cannot get over that Selling Sunset is number three. I could when, see how this is your number two. 
I enjoyed uh, it. it I just I, Below it Deck Better Training was just a better show. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, Noah. It just was. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Great I, justification. Noah, I can see Sunset as a top five. All right. I mean, we can move on. Uh, uh, and I brought the carpet for you, Max. <laughs> uh, it, it, one last thing on this is this is such a like similar show, theoretically, to Lohan Beach Club, but this is so much better. That's fair. That's, yeah, that's like I, I think that I was thinking like the Beach Club would be more interesting because it yeah. would be like it would have that same base formula of like okay, it's like this kind of luxury ish like brand level like spending money, but now instead of just having like somebody you've never heard of run the ship, it's Lindsay Lohan running this club. But it obviously didn't pan out that way. Yeah, yeah you got that crazy Lohan though. Yeah. Anyone else got a number two they need to talk about? Are we moving on to oh, bottom? Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, like, look oh, at Max specifically. Yeah, sorry. Hey, number two. Um, I'm just going to roll through it real quick. It is uh, An Idiot Abroad. I had never seen this show. I heard a lot about it. It is, the name is very apt. It is a British comic slash complete idiot. He's not hamming it up like a good 80% of the time. Goes somewhere abroad and sort of lives life out there. And in the episode we watch, he goes to South Africa and he hangs out in a house with a pet hippo. And uh, ooh, pet hippo! Yeah, and it's just a delight to watch. It's forty-five minutes of delight, and it feels real. No Ricky Gervais uh, shout out. I don't. He's he's bad. He is bad. He's a bad person. I just remember monkeys in that episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there. Uh, he meets of... a gorilla. Okay. Yeah. Not very memorable. Okay. So number one, number wor- your worst, worst show. show. Annabeth, what is? We talked about your worst. We show. We know mine. Right? Opposite worlds. We talked about Mom, that, Mom. and that was Harrison's worst show too, right? That was also my worst show. Ooh. Ooh, so a doubler. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Rob, wow. What is your worst show? It's my worst show. I almost didn't put it because I felt like I got a grade on a curve. I'm like, why am I grading this on a curve? It just is terrible. It was. Feed yeah. Famous. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it is. I yelled it before he said the word. It is feed famous. It is feed. my number three as well. Oh, so, so can you, what was feed famous? I missed so this one. Feed famous is a BuzzFeed show <laughs> where <laughs> they took six in, six social media influencers <laughs> with Instagram accounts and challenged them to sort of photo contests. They've got to put a photo on their feed to match their competition. Then they judge them and kick someone off. And it is just all kinds of terrible. Like, A, it's super cheap. <laughs> B, their judging criteria makes no sense. And they, we found out the guy who won should have been kicked off the first episode because he didn't follow the rules and they didn't oh kick gosh. him off. And it's just, it's just not interesting at all. And I was like, it's just like a stupid BuzzFeed show. Does it really deserve to be my worst show? I was like, yes, it does. It is just terrible. <laughs> so that is my worst show of season three. Not what do you got to add, Max? Uh, I just want to throw out that uh, you talked about how the judging makes no sense. I want to dive into that. In episode one, the judging is you take a picture and you judge it on its uh, composition. Very reasonable. Tapability, which is how many times you would tap that photo on Instagram. <laughs> and I like that you call it tap that photo. No, tapability. No, yes. no, I get it. Yeah. But I, I just like the no. How many times would you tap? It? I'll come I mean, back to this. That's what they talked about and, on the show. And the uh, third one is bring it factor. What does that mean? Nobody knows. <laughs> uh, anyway, so like 
at one point they say like, oh, that's a really good photo. I'm going to give that four taps. Fun fact. In Instagram, if you tap something four times, you like it and then immediately unlike it. Yeah. <laughs> was this your worst show as well, Max? It was my worst show. I fucking hated this show. We okay. the, just want to clarify. For the the only good news about the show is each episode is like 16 minutes or less. Uh, we watched one episode and we hated it so much we convinced Chris to watch another just so we could like really sink in how much we hated this thing. It was bad. We didn't realize until after we were watching it that it was a BuzzFeed show on Hulu for some fucking reason. Fuck. <laughs> I think uh, I think we might not uh, <laughs> I don't remember. It was it was number, my number third worst show. I agree. It's just bad. I don't really have a lot to talk about it after what you've just said. So, James. For, well, for someone who's never seen this show, uh, the premise sounds kind of interesting. <laughs> the thing is, is like... It was like. <laughs> <laughs> the, okay, no, we got to get out of the I, internet no, corner no, trap here. <laughs> Promise us you will watch one episode. I will do it. Okay. All right, Noah. What is your worst show? Chrisley knows best. That is also my oh, worst show. Oh, that was <laughs> yeah, my worst buddy. Too. Oh man, this show is so bad. What was it? I missed it. So this is. I a, missed it too. So this show was recommended to me by a coworker. <laughs> it was airs before Raw, I believe. <laughs> and he's like, he always see, he always can't watch like he the misses, wrestling Raw. Yeah, he misses the beginning of Raw because like you miss because he can't watch the show because <laughs> it's that bad. You can't watch the end of the show. It's like just this guy and like his like daughters and like his like life. It's a slice of life. This guy and it's just like. He's acting and everything is set up and it's just <laughs> awful. <laughs> it really is so bad. It is by far the worst is the worst. It's so bad. Yeah, it, it's terrible. Uh, this Chrisley character just seemed to be like like Tennessee wealthy. Uh, I forgot exactly where they were, uh, but he might have made like a million dollars or, or or something, the some not like <laughs> outrageous wealth, but like enough where in this like community he's living large, and for somehow some reason, this network decided to green light his reality show, and he's trying so hard to do social media ham, and ham of as much as possible, and just fails at every turn. I have bad news. The show has spinoffs now. Yeah. No. The thing is, is the show oh, yeah. is like numerous seasons. It's not like this was once. This is the first season of this show. It's like season like I don't know what season it was, but it's like at least like eight. This is terrible. Oh God. Bad. Like I can't imagine that anyone watches it. In fact, that it still is airing. I want to. Wa- I want to meet people who love this show. Audience, let us know. Send us. Send yeah. us a tape <laughs> thing in our. Who put this on at gmail.com about what you love about this show? I will buy you a beer, a coffee, a meal. Let's talk. (laughs) A car. (laughs) (laughs) I think that that's all the worst, right? One to go. James? Which I'm kind of glad we're doing this live because I think it's going to be a little controversial because I think several of you would actually put this in your top. Oh, no. Uh, And I know it's not going to be a friend of Max here, but Documental. We got to talk about. Oh man, this is. I did not like this show one bit. Okay, (laughs) this is my number five show. Like on the tops. On my top. Yeah, like I knew this would be a a divisive one. It was also my number five top, but Max, where's this? It was even deeper into my top. 
Where? I want to say three. Let me check it out. <laughs> tell me about. Tell if me what this show is. We would have come discussed up by it. now, uh, unless it's your no, top it, of the it, top. It's a skip, so somebody else may have taken. Yeah. It from oh, it's you. a skip. We're yeah, waiting yeah. for James to reveal. Oh, for James oh, reveal. I, I, I didn't realize if he was skipping for it to be somebody's number got one. It, got it. Anyway, I thought it was Max. I thought I knew it was Max number one. I was like, man, Max with documental number one. That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, and and so for those that that may not have seen the show, I you know I probably can't give the best description because again I didn't really like it. But I chopped this up to subtitled show with a bunch of com- comedians locked in a room doing the stupidish slapstick dumb things for a gimmick to basically try to force somebody else to laugh. Uh, and that's how you get eliminated, I believe, more or less. Like, if you make the other person laugh, they're out. Last one standing wins the competition. So, like, I get it. I don't like it. I don't like this kind of humor. <laughs> I just, it was just silly, dumb, and like not in a fun, silly to me. Like I, I just, it was just aggravating to watch, and I didn't just did not like it. And so it's just, it's not for everyone. I guess it's it. really not for me. It is absolutely not for everyone. Do you think the, this format could translate to the U.S. perhaps with a different, you know, type I, of? I just don't like, regardless of the language. So that's very minor for this. Like, but also it was if really the humor were different. Maybe if the, like, I don't know. Like, there's just so much of this where it's just like, you know, dudes dicking around, like, putting a rubber band over his face or something or a bag. <laughs> and, like, it's just, like, all just the stupidest shit. And, like, for me, I just, I, I'm just, I'm just so aggravated watching it constantly. I'm just like, why? Like, no. As yeah. we sit here and laugh, I just <laughs> thought about somebody yeah. putting a rubber band over there. Chris, <laughs> me, me, me do that Chris right now. We're laughing our ass off a second ago. So I had a really interesting experience with Documental. We're like halfway through that show. I was like, this show is just the weirdest, terrible show. And then the show ended, and it was like the next time on, and I was like, it's over already? What? I don't get more? <laughs> what? And the other thing about this show is it's only four episodes of the season. So I actually watched the whole season. Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't take it too much time. It's just like, they're literally in the room for six hours. And then, you know, and so like, there's three episodes where they're actually in the room and it's done. And then you just move on. And that was, that was pretty good. But like, it, it was, it's, I was surprised I was going through it. I was like, I think this is like my fifth best show. It's yeah. like, I really kind of, it really got to me. But I can't quite explain why, because like a lot of what James says, I agree with. Like it's so <laughs> stupid. Uh, so for me, it was my number five, top five. Uh, I've been meaning to re- like I haven't finished season one, and I've just been like in the back of my mind every time somebody mentions it. Like, oh yeah, I gotta, I, I need to finish <laughs> that show because like I really love this premise of just being in this room and forcing other people to laugh. And then so we watch like people like try to get other people to laugh, but then they laughed and then they kicked themselves out, (laughs) which was just so good. And like, uh, I do have some English, like impractical jokers, which we did last season Mm -hmm. does a couple segments where they do this bit, but it's only like five minutes. It's not like, Six hours. Yeah. So like, and also there's money on the line. Yeah. But there's also there's money on the line documental. Yeah. Oh, there's no money on the line. The other one. The money on the line documental is really irrelevant. No. Like, no, no yeah. Even like it's the same thing like money in the challenge or any of these where it's just like money for the grand prize at the end. Is oh. like it's irrelevant to me. So sure. like it's just it's like okay whatever. Sure. No, but in this one they put in money to get on the show. Oh, they okay. put in ten. Ten thousand dollars a person. So it's kind of like these guys are playing like comedy poker. Yeah, it's fucking wild. 
the first episode we didn't watch the first episode because it yeah. made sense to skip it if we we're gonna watch one but i went back watched the first one and it's kind of funny because some people are like they are rich some people are like yeah i went to the bank and tried to get a loan to explain like why i need this money and then one guy's like i asked my wife for this money and she's like why do you need all this money and he's like don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> play comedy poker. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know. See, I mean, I I could see like I, again, like I think the show like sums up like I think it's a hit or miss show, but like if it, if it works for you, then like go for it. You'll know you'll know very quickly if this is your show or not. Yeah, you got to start with episode two. Yep, yep. Unless yes. you, unless you're really gonna commit to watching episode two through episode one, you got to commit to episode two. So if you start with episode one, you got to commit to at least watch all of episode two, or just start with episode two and go back to episode one. We're gonna move on, but move on. Uh, season two is now on Amazon. So if you're you're itching for some more documental, you can watch season two. All right. Uh, so I that's our last worst show, right? So we're on to our best show. Bum ba bum. Uh, Annabeth, what what do you got for us on your favorite show here? I'm just ready for you to boo. Okay. It's obviously Temptation Island. <laughs> Ooh, yes, Ooh. yes. I mean, I was like, I was a little morally conflicted about it because I think as we talked about on the pod, like, it's a weird show. The premise is we get all these couples, four, four couples go to an island, um, uh, male-female couples. They split up the men and the women. They put them in different houses. They put a lot of sexy singles in the houses. They go on dates. They try to test their relationship. You get, like, little video clips of your partner and what they're up to. And at the end of the season, you decide whether or not you're going to stay together. Um, and it was unlike any other show I've ever seen. I was like, really like, like it feels real enough. Like it feels like these are real relationships. feels like there's a lot on the line. These people have been dating a long time. I'm not sure why they decide to do this, but it is riveting to see what happens. And it's like, I was just very compelled by it. Like I really wanted to know. And now that it's over, I don't know if I'll watch another season. Cause I'm not sure now that I know kind of what happens. Like, I'm not sure if it's going to be super different to watch again, but it was it was just a really wild season of reality TV. None of us expected it to go as far as it did. So, <laughs> so who, why who would you? This is no number one. Is it just so Harrison does? Oh, yeah. <gasps> this is definitely my number one. Wow. This is my number three. Like, I, I, I just Whoa. can't remember a reality show that's made this kind of an impact on me like in a long time. It's just like, I, I you know... Especially after that thing was over, I was I was definitely thinking about it for a little while, and I, I think I was similarly conflicted about putting it at number one. Like I think that it's uh, potentially ethically questionable. I think that they're you know, morally corrupt, perhaps. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think that they that there's you know questionable. I think that Mark L. Wahlberg is the Satan. literal devil. Uh, and and yeah, it's it's a it's an insane show. Like I can't believe that they made it. I can't believe that it's as good as it is, and the production quality is as high. And I can't believe the people that they found to put on this show. Uh, that think, is like, the most. If shot. there's another season, though, do you think like is it possible there's going to be another season? Because like now people know what it is. There, like, there why are, would you agree to go on so it now? There were already like three or four seasons of it, like like in the early 2000s, I yeah. think. And then they just rebooted it this year. So I think, 
and I think it did pretty well. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's going to get the, There is a casting call out for season two. Oh, man. We I, talked about ABC. Do you fill out for that casting call yet? Oh. oh <laughs> Let me prep my video. <laughs> <laughs> would, you go, just, would you go back and watch the early 2000 version of the show? I am curious about young Mark L. Wahlberg uh, to, to kind of see how that is, but... You gotta watch him supermarket sweep for that. Oh, oh yeah, that's real young Mark L. Wahlberg. Uh, yeah, I would I would go back and watch an early season. I haven't, but hell of a show. Yeah, I think early season sounds like really right up my alley because I loved the show. It was fabulous, and I love early reality TV. So it yeah. felt I'll, early. I'll let you know. It felt like something straight out of two thousand three. Yeah, it's it's really it's really strange. The production is really different than the MTV shows, and I think that was pretty compelling all right noah what do you got for your number one show here let's see if we're on the same page again we might be deadliest catch um it was new to me i know it's been on tv for a while i've never seen it it's i can i I see why it's on tv for a while i'm not gonna explain it people know what the show is it's just so well done slice of life extreme building on that category not much more to say people add on uh, so this is also coming in at my top show. Oh. Uh, I had already previously seen several episodes. Um, I think this was one of my recommendations. Um, yeah, I think it's it's wildly popular, really successful show. Um, as a quick update to it, uh, I was having some trouble sleeping last night, but I stumbled upon on Discovery Channel uh, the Deadliest Catch uh, Legends. So they have a Legends spinoff where they go into some of the backstories of some of these captains that have been around for like a really long time. Uh, the one episode that we watched for the show was starring Jake Anderson, uh, the captain. I think we called him Tweak or something like that because he was yeah, really hopped yeah. up on coffee. Yeah. Uh, and so they did like a whole hour long special just into his like origin story. And so like I found out like learning just a whole bunch about him was really good. Recommend it. But like, he had this whole relationship with Sig and how he got there and like how he worked his way up from basically like being down out, like homeless and like the streets and like having a drug problem to like, ultimately in the end running the ship and being the captain of the saga. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, on, on top of that, it's just another spinoff of the show. Uh, but it's, I don't know, it's just done really well. A slice of life, I guess, as it fits the category as I've learned tonight. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's just, I feel like it's really like relatable, even though I can't relate at all to it. Yeah, I, like I, mean, I couldn't imagine yeah. doing that job, but somehow you feel like you could relate to these people. Uh, the one that I would say that I think would also tip me over was a Seattle connection sure. that these boats dock in Ballard. Uh, we can go see, I mean, theoretically see <laughs> some of them. Uh, so I find that kind of cool. All right, Max, what do you got for your number one? Uh, Chris, have you already revealed yours? I have not. I'm going to say you, me, and Rob are all in the same boat here. Close. Might be. What? What is it? I really, really enjoyed Jersey Shore Family Vacation. That, you're close. That was my number two. Okay. That is my number one. Yeah. So, I'm the ooh. the resident MTV hater. If I put MTV show as my top show, I had Whoa. to do it. This oh, show. Believe it. This show was absolutely remarkable to me. Um, basically, my only real reality show experience before being on this podcast was first two or three seasons of Jersey Shore. There's a bunch of big, dumb idiots doing dumb shit, and it was really fun to watch. And watching these people sort of 10 years later, like, they were very relatable. They're like, I'm too old for this shit. Let's do it. It was fun. I, lo- I, I love that show. It really speaks to that show that you had ex- previous experience with it and were coming back to it. I'd never seen any Jersey Shore 
and I watched it. I'm like, this show is freaking amazing. I can't <laughs> believe how good the show is. I was ready to hate on this show, and it's like, it's too good. I couldn't do it. They're just like really great personalities all throughout. Um, I mean, some people are fucking terrible, but there's there's some real heart to this show. Yeah, the like family connection on the show is like really makes it, and I think that like just like personalities and just the vibe that you get from them and just the relatableness of like, Oh, you're getting old and this shit. Like, why am I doing this shit anymore? Is like, and then also seeing them like just get really wasted. is also just kind of fun and dealing with repercussions of that. It's a mix of why am I doing this? But then the commitment to do it anyway, that's really yeah. that. Just a reminder. We're all drinking 8% natty daddies. He said it's relatable. No, he said it's relatable. <laughs> <laughs> too old for this. <laughs> All right. So I guess we'll go over the last number one show, which is my number one, which would be Survivor. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Chris another hopping this one up. All another Chris Kerfuffle. <laughs> you know, I'm the only one. I'll be standing on my ledge here. I think Survivor, one of the first, if not you want how you want to say it. The first reality show I've been watching. Watched the first season. Now I watched the last full one that aired. And it was really entertaining. Like, it was just really fun to watch. It's one of probably the only shows I think we've ever really done where I'm, like, watching the whole thing. And I'm excited when a new episode comes out. It's just kind of entertaining to see these people on an island get, like, weaker and weaker. And, like, fight morally and, like questionably to be like the number one or the last person not voted off. There's a lot of dynamics going on there. I didn't really see why people get obsessed with it. Like I'm not obviously not at that level, but like for me, this is the number one show this season. So uh, if you want more, no, that's opinion. classic show. Classic. It's very classic. Great show. So yeah. We, so this is actually my number two ooh, as well. Ooh. I mean, like, I feel like, I mean, I was definitely a big Survivor fan back in the day and uh, kind of had fallen off it for a while. But yeah, watching on the pod, it sort of rekindled my interest a little bit. So I've been like watching the current season and it's really, really good. And I just think it's one of the most well-constructed reality shows and it's a, uh, you know, good, good competition reality show. I love, I love that, that, that sh- sub genre. So yeah. Is, it, is it one of the longest running like reality shows? Yeah, oh, it's gotta for be right. Sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's what eighteen it, seasons? It's that or real world? It's like thirty-four. Thirty-four. 34. Yeah, Amazing That's Race it. is up there too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So now, now we have controversy here. Last season we picked our top show of like the pod, and it's, like, it's pretty split. Look, it's still if you are the one. No, I'm kidding. Man, we like, got a three-way tie. Like, yeah, we do. I, do I have to pick? Is this is You this might me? have to pick. I'll yeah. point out that we did not go see Mark L. Wahlberg live at the club. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I mean, if we're going to go by the pure numbers, their Jersey Shore Family Vacation had two ones and a two. Mm, that's true. Whereas Deadliest Catch has two ones and Temptation has two ones. No other two. So I, I think by press elimination, mm. Jersey Shore, the winner of, I think, this season. Woo. Prank War Champ! <laughs> Prank War Champion! <laughs> Get it, Max. Uh, and Congrats. The worst show, I don't remember. They've already all I left mean, my mind. Feed Famous is, is on the list. We had and Chris Opposite Lee. Worlds is on the list, and Chris Lee is on the list. I feel like yeah. Opposite Worlds seem just like from the pulse of the room, and I don't know if some of this is because some of us missed some of these bad shows, yeah. so like we didn't dogpile on top of it more, but I feel like we all unanimously agree that Opposite Worlds was bad. 
Like I haven't seen Opposite World, and like Feed Famous was just me, Chris, and Max. <laughs> right. <laughs> so like that one, I don't know. I like from hearing you guys describe it, it sounds awful. But I just haven't seen it to confirm it. Do we have the statistics on the worst show of the season? So rating wise, how many unanimous bottom thirds do you think we got this season? Three, three. Any other guesses? Wait, wait, wait. Bottom of the bomb or just just top bottom. middle oh. bottom? Oh my god, it's so specific. Like like ten? <laughs> no. 14. 14. Any other guests besides 10 and 14? W- w- what's counting as bottom? Like, so, unanimous? Unanimous bottom <laughs> All people like, on the pod put it in their well, bottom third. Like, no, like three. Three. Yeah, three. I'm around three. Oh, like, eight. So hard you to guys are so wrong. Eight. The answer is 10. No way. Oh, wow. Here's the list of unanimous bottom thirds. Hit me. Redneck Island. Yep. Chrisley Knows Best. Martha and Snoop's Potluck mm-hmm. Dinner Party. The Proposal. Strip Search. Feed Famous. Rock of Love. Game of Clones, Opposite Worlds, Street Food. Very fascinating that Rock of Love didn't make it onto anybody's worst list. That's right. It was bad, but it wasn't the worst. But like all the ones we're talking about were unanimous bottom thirds. <laughs> I think that list is, that's the list. We just publish <laughs> that list and don't watch. I, I just really can't say anything other than Chrisley Knows Best. Like, it is the worst show. All, it might be the worst show we've ever watched. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the, the I missed this one. Should I go watch it? <laughs> I think it was just me, Brian, and Noah on this. Brian podcast. was definitely on that one because Brian I definitely was, talks about how much he hates that show. Yeah. I was <laughs> here and I talked about earlier. I was on my bottom list. <laughs> I don't remember you being there. Okay, I'm just saying <laughs> that if you were there, I can't believe this is now in your bottom five. It is in my bottom five, and I was there. Where, where, where is it in your bottom five? It's third. Do you remember we talked no, about this? No, I don't remember talking about this. This podcast has been going on so long. It's been like almost two hours. Yeah. Oh, man. We watch a lot of shit this season, okay, Chris? <laughs> There's a lot of Bro, stuff this podcast. I don't know if we can d- decide this. We might need to watch all three together and pick the worst of the Ooh. worst. I cannot watch another episode. You guys can take it if you want it. You want to watch another episode of Feed Famous? <laughs> Some kind no. of sudden death overtime. I would rather watch another episode of Feed Famous. I promise you. Mm. Listeners, tweet us. Yeah. So Settle Ron, the debate. I'm curious. How did the curve kind of kind of work out? Do we have any sort of like where we generally... So we watched you know, 50 shows this oh, season. Yeah. How, how do we kind of well, let do... Me, let me ask you this. How many unanimous top thirds do you think we have? Zero. One. No. We, uh, I know Jersey Shore is one of them. Four. I'm going to go five. No, I'll go four. Three. Ooh. Jersey Shore family vacation with Ooh. the unprecedented seven top thirds. Wow. wow. Deadliest Catch and Churchill Secret Agents. Hey, now. There you go. Those are the three. Well, the unprecedented one is our top. You could say that. You could say that puts it over the top. Yeah, you could. But that seven is not me. I think that was a different seven. You were not on the, the which might be. That's the thing with the unanimous tops and bottoms. It kind of depends who's on the show or not. So, who do you think gave out the most? Well, this one's too easy. Who do you think gave out the most bottom thirds this season? Chris. Chris. Who do you think gave out the most <laughs> top thirds this season? Annabeth. No. No. Harrison. No. Rob. Also, Chris. Chris oh. is just on the what? most. He just was on so many more. He was on every he episode. He just did, yeah. He's on so many. He's the most of everything. How really? was his distribution, though? Yeah, what about buckets? proportionally? His distribution skews heavily bottom third. Really? <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, there's only like seven top, so top thirds or something. Chris gave nine top thirds, 15 middle thirds, 25 bottom thirds. Ooh, that bottom wow. third. 
Yeah, and, and our, I'm telling you, Chris Lito's best is the worst. Our overall <laughs> distribution is 86 bottom thirds, 90 middle thirds, slightly more middles, mm-hmm. okay. 46 top Oh, no. <laughs> okay. It's heavily skewed to middle and bottom. So are we judging negatively, or are we just watching, like, like who in the hell is picking We're these We're watching everything. it's a little of both. <laughs> On that, Does I think we're watching too much love stuff, James. Yeah, Love Month is going on way so, too long. No, 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 no. Speaking uh, more love. Of love Month. Speaking of Love Month, James asked me a question of, was Love Month the lowest rated calendar month we've ever done? No. And so I tried to figure this out. So this is what I did. It was I, I didn't look at like the James rating of top of the top, middle of the bottom, or anything. Sliding like that. window. Bottom third, middle third, top third, and just scored one, two, three. So I averaged it out. So I'll take the Mass Singer as an example of it got. Three bottom thirds, two top thirds. That's one, 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 three, 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 divided by five. Mm-hmm. Average up to 1.8. So mm-hmm. slightly below average, but not terrible. Mm-hmm. So I did that. And I just kind of eyeballed where do I see clumps of low and top and high ones together. And I so you can do a more intense analysis. You can say I missed one. I think I got. So Love Month scored a 1.5, which is not great. No. That sounds really low. But it is. It's not. It's saved by... Annabeth's fave shot of love with Tila Tequila, which had multiple top thirds and really pulled it up from the bottoms. Okay, I will say that was the best of Love Month. Oh yeah, oh yeah, was a good one. That was the winner of Love Month. That went on for like three months. You could say Love Month had a shot of love, but then in September 2018, we had Feed Famous, which was a unanimous bottom, Million Pound Menu. Gigolos. Oh, man. Uh, I like that. And Teen Mom OG, which nearly got a unanimous bottom, except it was saved by Courtney. And so it averaged a 1.41. So that was our worst month. Really? I thought Gigolos. Didn't we do middle third? Gigolos got some middle third, but like it wasn't wasn't enough to pull it up the way Tila Tequila pulled up Love Month. A lot lot of people didn't like that. I like Gigolos. No, I thought it was a, a, a solid middle show. I thought it was interesting, but... Still a bottom. Gigolo, Gigolo's got a unanimous middle. So it oh. scored a two. But that wasn't enough to pull the whole rest of the show up. Uh, for context, Premier Month scored a 1.96. So very close to being Ooh. very average middle th- road. So it's like, what's our top month? November 2018. Okay. We only did three shows. And the three shows were Take Me Out. Yeah. The Joe Schmo Show, okay. which was very highly rated at the time. At the time. And Forged in Fire. All right. Wow. So it averaged out to a 2.56. Wow. Ooh. Man, that's way above average right there. So then I went back and I was like, all right, how does this compare to season two? Yeah. And season two had no month higher than 2.56. But it did have in September 2017, we did, again, three shows. Sometimes I was like, we can only get three good shows in a month. We got Terrace House. Yes. Canada's Worst Driver. Ooh. <laughs> yep. And then Bromans. Oh. <laughs> and that averaged out to 2.4. So All not right. quite as good, pretty good. But in terms of the worst month, the worst month was still in season two. Okay. So check out this list from October 2017. Oh, no. So this is the month Wait. before that. The month or, after. Yeah. Month, okay. Wait. Is this going to have fucking Cleveland show? No. Wow. Oh, okay. the business thing? Fuck. Yeah. Started with Are You the One, which was not terrible. Got mostly middle thirds. It's a good show. But was not enough to pull up this next crew. Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Unanimous Bottom. Yeah. 
90s house. Yo. <laughs> Unanimous Jeez. bottom. Yep. Scared famous. Oh. Yup. <laughs> Unanimous bottom. <laughs> yup. So yeah. average is a 1.2, which do I don't think will ever be topped. Wow. Why did we continue the show after that month? <laughs> <laughs> I we really were like, we got I think that was a theme. I think we we're trying to do like season premieres or something. They were like, we got to stop doing season premieres. After it was that. bad. Yeah. Is there, uh, now that we think about, you know, and reflect on a season three, is there any other networks or shows or producers or hosts that we need to ban? I need to ban BuzzFeed for sure. BuzzFeed yep, that is sounds done. okay. They're out. And maybe so, so far Jesse we've Palmer. got as a recap, we've got LeBron James Media banned. Yep. Should, should we bring him back? It's yeah. been a while. No, yeah. no, no. no. I, He's I, I did try to no. poke at that. The shop is very good. <laughs> That's the Facebook show. HBO. Okay. Okay. You're thinking I'm of completely Ball wrong. in the Family. I feel like there was also a network that we banned, but I can't seem to remember it. We banned uh, and unbanned a couple networks. Yeah, we at, banned uh, Amish network. At, <laughs> what? At <laughs> some point, TLC was TLC. banned. Yeah, but uh, I, I think we might have unbanned them. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think there's anything banned. Like as we talked yeah. about, we haven't had a 1.1 month, so like there's nothing to like. I mean, I've tried to get us to ban MTV, but uh, it, it hasn't. What do you mean? That's who put it, MTV it's on? It's going to be a tough sell. I'm with you, Rob. Season four, who put MTV on? Yes, yeah, is the, the person time. that put their MTV show as number one. <laughs> I, uh, I did put MTV <laughs> show as number one. I uh, would agree with Rob, <laughs> and I think that maybe we need, we need to consider Jesse Palmer being on at least pro at least probation. Uh, what was the Jesse Palmer show again? It was multiple Jesse Palmer. Which one? <laughs> they had, he had multiple shows he hosted in our bottom fives. The, the proposal. proposal and holiday ho- baking champion. Do you, baking do you blame Jesse Palmer? Do you blame yes. the producers for hiring Jesse Palmer? Everything. <laughs> I agree with Max. <laughs> Either one. Yeah. So how does Jesse Palmer get out of probation? That's a great question. It's just, Never. we see a commercial and host Jesse Palmer and then we're like, do we do it or not? And we're like, no, he's in probation. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. That's good enough. <laughs> That's how it happens. Season, season five, maybe? <laughs> yeah. I, so, I feel like the other one was like it seemed like a lot of the Netflix ones kind of fell pretty flat. Like I feel like per expectation, like expectations seemed higher. And then it seemed like as we watched a lot of them, well, I think we had good early success well. with Netflix, and then we've had a, a couple misses. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like there's there's a couple of Netflix shows that I think are in the in the queue that I think could have potential. So okay, like the number one show last season was a Netflix show, was it not? No, it was the challenge. Okay, my number it's, one. It's still the your, your number one is Netflix show. <laughs> what was your number one? It was Queer Eye. Queer. Oh yeah, great show. So and to recap, our number one from season one was uh, Married at First Sight, and our bottom from season one was The Celebrity Apprentice. Yep. And season two was The Challenge is the top, and <laughs> You the Jury is <laughs> <laughs> the bottom. <laughs> and then between those two, we had picked. Uh, Oh man, my brain is first, like, We picked Marriage for Sight Merida and first. Apprentice as the worst of the worst between one and two. Yeah. So we could bring. We cannot choose our bottom, but we could bring uh, Jersey Shore against Marriage for Sight. Of should that replace it as our new all-time champ? Ooh, I don't want to do this. I don't. I don't want to. Each choose. season can stand alone. Mm, I mean, we too. did it last season, so I didn't know if we wanted to try to. I feel like Celebrity Apprentice since we can't. Figure out our worst this season, which you know. I think maybe Celebrity Apprentice is just all in the time. Hall of Fame as all time, all time. Yeah. worst show of all time, worst of the worst. But a great pod. You I mean, they're go back all in the Hall of Fame now. If you're like the best of a season, you're in the Hall of Fame. If yeah. you're the worst of a season, 
you're there's, in the hall of fame. There's the all-time distinction. Which is why it's odd that we don't have a worst of this season. We'll 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 update on a future pod what we decided our worst of season three. We'll okay. we'll, we'll go into the vault and, and and do some decisions. Yeah, I, I think at this point our pod is over. It's over two hours. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting oh, warm in here. Oh no! If, I, yeah, I think if that, you're still listening. Just let us know that you listened. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I finished my Natty Daddy a while ago. I probably need another one at this point. Yeah. Uh, so you can find us on Twitter at WhoBitThisOn. You can find us on Facebook.com, so shoot with this on. If you ask questions and suggestions and your opinion of Chris Lino's best at WhoBitThisOn <laughs> at gmail.com. And uh, we'll see you guys the next season, which I don't know if we're going to take a couple weeks off. We'll see what's going on. Maybe we'll be back next week. Who knows? Who knows? We're figuring out. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Season three.